feel kind of like God. <laughs> and then this man with the devil on his hand came and took the hat. Free Britney. Free Britney. What is real? How do you define real? If you're talking about what you can feel, what you can smell, what you can taste and see, then real is simply electrical signals interpreted by your brain. If you are familiar at all with the hit movie, The Matrix, then that question is all too familiar to you. And there's a pretty good chance that you have asked yourself the same question. Are we living in a simulation? Dun dun. I am Nick Nobody Savage, and that is the driving question behind this week's episode of Dab to Death. To help me discuss and debate this mind-twisting topic, I am joined in the studio by my guest, Christian. What's up, everybody? I should um, do some applause sounds right there. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Christian. I work for Paper Planes. I'm in the lab flipping and whipping some slabs. Um, been smoking for my whole life. I think I started when All I was right. like 13 or 14. That's that's about when I started yeah. too. Yeah. So <laughs> you get very, it, it seems like a, a common age mm -hmm. for, for a lot of stoners. It's know? that common age. But if you weren't in that common age, people look at you like you're smoking that young. Yeah. What are you doing, yeah, bro? That's true. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people react like, wait, 13. And I'm like, yeah, well, yep. Yeah. So I've always pretty much always been in the weed industry. I was, I'm from Virginia. So I uh, was more or less in the underground scene and nice, all that. Nice. Um, yeah, it was super illegal there. And so kind of made that trip to Cali. Right, right. Yeah, nice, yeah. Nice. So, yeah, here I am. There we go. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, you know, uh, actually, before we get into it, uh, what do you think, just real quick, do you think we live in the Matrix? I think... <sighs> I think it's really interesting. I I'm kind of broken between are we living in the matrix or are we going into a matrix? You know what I mean? Like, the, are we on the brink um, of creating the matrix? Exactly. With the technology just yeah. in the past 40 years, you know? Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm lying right, 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 right now. Cool. Cool. Good to know. What about you? Uh, I mean, I definitely, uh, there's so many things that make me believe that it's definitely a firm possibility, like the Mandela effect, mm -hmm. you know, like the deja vu glitches in the matrix, like all of these things that you just can't really explain. Yeah. Uh, you know, especially the Mandela effect. That shit fucks me up. Like yeah, so bad. Like curious so George, bad. bro. Oh God, dude. Like all of them, like <laughs> Bernstein bears fucking, yeah. you can't tell me that fucking Sinbad was not in a genie movie. <laughs> God damn it. He was Shazam. Bro. Absolutely. Right. Like, what do like, you come on? The Bernstein Bears was a big one for me too. Yeah. Or the Bernstein Bears. Yeah, Bernstein like, Bears. And mm -hmm. I'm just like, uh-huh. That just seems like uh some some anti-Semitism going on here now. <laughs> no shit, man. Yeah. Back in Nazi Germany. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, all yeah. right. You know how things go here by now, though. So before we follow the white rabbit, let's take a look at what we're dabbing on. Oh yeah. Um, so Christian actually brought some some really good shit in here today. So we've got what do we got here? Some chem reserve. I'm going to show this to the camera. That's yeah. real nice. And all of these we just finished up in the last week or two. So they're nice, completely nice. fresh. 
the lemon joker you can see we've already dipped into this one a little bit really good taste on that one got some mystery meat here Ooh, yeah. mystery meat doesn't take <laughs> Uh, I, think I don't, it I don't like, know if it's the best strain name, but it's uh, dude. There was a strain that I had at the dispensary when I was working. There was called Dog Breath, <laughs> and believe it or not, it was fantastic, dude. Nice, One of the best nice. highs I've had in a while. <laughs> well, this is some you know, there's, uh, there's Lamb's Breath. You know, that's mm -hmm. always a big one. And that's actually uh, Bob Marley's favorite, favorite strain. strain. Yep, yeah. Land Race from Jamaica. Yeah, mm -hmm. I remember we uh, we used to run that one back when I worked at uh. A certain cartridge company that I don't like to name anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's a couple I of I them. Give, I give them no airtime. I seriously give them zero airtime. I won't say their <laughs> name. I won't fucking rep them. I won't smoke yep. their product on the air. <laughs> There's uh, a few of them, I think. <laughs> but yeah. All right. Oh, so man. Uh, guess I'm going to go ahead and take a dab. Yeah. These ready to. Let's do this. Uh, Which one are you going for? Uh, this time, I think... I'm going to try the mystery meat. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, the mystery meat is fire. Doesn't taste like meat, in case you were wondering. <laughs> I was like, so <laughs> what kind of meat should I expect to be uh, tasting? It's that, uh, what do you call it? The cafeteria sloppy joe, bro. <laughs> oh, God. Have you ever seen the movie Let's Go to Prison? Yes. I fucking, okay, number one, nobody ever gets my references from that movie, and it's, mm -hmm. like, so annoying. But the other day, the packagers were asking, saying something about it, and it reminded me, like, of that scene where he's in the cafeteria, and he's mm -hmm. like, oh, what's for lunch today, good sir? And he's just like, that's meat, and that ain't meat. <laughs> and that's it. That's all you get. You get meat and not meat. That's, you know. <laughs> Take your choice, bro. Okay. Oh, man, that's hilarious. Yeah. Damn, I haven't seen that movie in so long. You know what movie that made me think of? It kind of not similar at all, but Matilda. Oh my god, I love that yeah. movie. You remember when they were in the cafe, or uh, he had to eat the crunch bowl, or yeah, made her make that giant fucking yeah. chocolate cake. She's like her blood and sweat is in it, and the Literally. cafeteria lady's like, "I'll see y'all at lunch." And she's like <laughs> swiping her snot all over her arm. Oh man, I think they did a remake of that movie, if I'm correct, or they were talking really? about it. I mean, they might be talking about it now. I, I was going to say, I, I haven't seen a remake, but mm -hmm. I, that, I would be interested to see. Yeah. Maybe. It, it depends. Who's going to be trunchable? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, we'll get Alex Jones. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he can be oh, the trunchable. <laughs> Fitting, actually. Yeah. <laughs> get them liberals and throw them in the closet. <laughs> That's Alex Jones' impersonation, not right. my view. Just kidding. <laughs> I can just picture him now. I'm big and you're small and I'm right and you're wrong and there's nothing you can do about it. Oh, man. Go in the closet with the Clintons. Yes, snowflake. Uh-oh. We're getting political. Oh, lordy. Don't want to do that. You want to trust yeah. me? Absolutely. I figure we could just... That way you don't have to get up to the yeah. table. Yeah, it's way easier. <coughs> Ooh, all right. Oh yeah, super clean. All right, so now this is going to be one crazy topic to try and keep up with. So first, a little background on what is known as the simulation hypothesis and what is it, where did it come from, and... Bam! 
Carmen San Diego. While the underlying concept that reality is an illusion has been present in philosophical and scientific thought going as far back as 4th century BCE. I didn't finish that sentence. <laughs> it's just while the underlying concept, apparently, you know, just just so you know, 4th century BCE. Right on. <laughs> Uh, so Chinese philosophers, uh, Zhuang Zhu wrote a story known as the butterfly dream, okay. uh, in which he tells of a time when he had dreamed that he was a butterfly and he was floating through the air, all happy and free. And he's basically unaware that he was Zhuang Zhu. Okay. You know, hmm. wonder if that has any similarity to the butterfly effect. Hmm. Maybe you know? kind of like the simulate that could have something to do with the simulated reality too. You know, as far as your uh, your brain gets kind of stuck on certain memories and certain things for whatever well, reason, and, it can and that's be one in of the then... things they, that they say with the Mandela effect is like it's possible. It's if if we are living in a simulation, it's possible that when they, for whatever reason, reset the simulation or change something in the simulation, mm -hmm. there are certain people that get stuck and don't get reset with the simulation, and so that's why they remember things and other people don't. Okay, yep. So yeah, it kind of plays into that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, upon waking up, he was once more himself, solid, and most definitely Zhuangzhu. But he was not sure if he was actually Zhuangzhu, who had dreamed he was a butterfly, or if he was really a butterfly who was now dreaming mm. that he was Zhuangzhu. Okay. So I mean, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's a, it's kind of a, it's kind of an interesting way to look at it if you mm -hmm. think about it because we don't know if we actually are this person, you know, like mm -hmm. us as a person, or like what if when we're dreaming, that's what we're really doing, mm -hmm. and then this is the dream, and like it. So it could get real deep real quick if mm -hmm. you go down that rabbit hole. Yup. Um, I like that. Uh. But yeah, yeah, basically he's just playing with the idea of transformation and with the concept of identity, basically, mm -hmm. and like, you know, who's my true self. Possible yeah, well, possible alternate realities, even. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know. And like which which me is which one through which reality? And like which yeah. one is the most me? Exactly. Like, or are they all the same amount of me? Right. Super weird. Oh, yeah, I haven't actually heard about him before. That's yeah. pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. There was actually like a whole like book of his short stories that like he wrote, huh. and uh, yeah, it was pretty interesting. Yeah, I'll check it out. Those pretzels are fire. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not conducive to recording. Whatever. <laughs> but they're delicious. His girl makes some delicious food. Yeah. She made some. What were they? Um, the cheesecake cupcakes. I still am thinking about those things, man. They were so delicious. I ate like half of them. <laughs> I think she's going to be making something for the potluck. Oh, nice. Oh, uh, yeah. We got a potluck coming up at work, too. That'll be cool. Yep. As as we all know, it is spooky season. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Speaking of um, on Halloween, talking about AI and simulation and all that, the Neuralink, you know about Neuralink, um, Elon Musk? The brain chip that's oh, going to yeah. be put in. Yeah. They have a new um, update coming out on Halloween. Oh, God. Yeah. Of course. Of course it's on Halloween. Absolutely. What could possibly go wrong? No, man. You yeah. got to get all Hallows Eve, man. Got to get that power yeah, in it, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can just picture him now. Elon standing over the table like some Frankenstein shit. <laughs> lightning coming down through the ceiling. And he's all, it's alive. 
Oh, oh, shit. Well, he's kind of already even talked about that, man. He's yeah. like, we're waking a demon, bro. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Well, and then like, what about that robot? The the yeah. with the, like the superhuman face and yeah. like, bro, we're getting closer and closer to like yeah. iRobot. Fucking like, have we not seen the movies? We know how this ends. Mm-hmm. Skynet. 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 What about all God. the virtual reality um, yeah. games and stuff? That's well, that's kind of where I'm exactly. exactly. It kind of breaks back yeah. to this. Where are we in it now? Are we going to it? Like exactly. what's well, and that's like, I think one of the biggest arguments uh, against simulation theory mm-hmm. is that, you know, I guess in this in this reality where simulations are a thing and like if that is true, then the societies like should be able to generate simulations as well. Mm-hmm. Like, but we are not at that point yet. Mm-hmm. But I think we so like, so we, are we already in that simulation? Exactly. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so let's, you know, let's dig a little deeper. All right, so another early example of this type of thinking is the Indian philosophy of Maya, which literally means illusion or magic. Uh, while Maya has many different meanings in Indo- in yeah. <laughs> while Maya has many different meanings in Indian philosophy, depending on the context, in later texts, Maya suggests a magic show, an illusion where things appear to be present but are not what they seem. Okay. So basically, they're saying that it's all a, an illusion. Like everything is yeah. an illusion. Yeah, basically. Oh, I should probably take that ah. off. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be hot. You got it. Yeah, and so it comes into, is this a simulation? Is this an illusion? Where does that line go? Because, you know, back in the day, they would have called technology magic. Oh, yeah. No, you know? Like if you went back in time with anything even just like a fucking phone yeah like you would blow people's minds and they would probably burn you at the stake <laughs> at salem you definitely <laughs> would have been burned at the stake <laughs> i don't anywhere honestly they'd be like you could be like in fucking fourth century scotland <laughs> and they'd be like burn him at the fucking stake burn the witch <laughs> yeah. absolutely uh so let's... monty python shit going on yeah. well he has got a wart <laughs> oh my god <laughs> please tell me you've seen that yes fuck yes if he weighs the same as a duck right must be made out of wood and therefore a witch <laughs> burner <laughs> she's gonna dress like a witch did you dress they dressed me like this did you no well a bit we did put the nose on <laughs> but she has got a wart <laughs> oh, oh man fuck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're actually getting close to that. Ancient Greek philosophers uh, <laughs> were also quick to question the concept of reality. Philosophers such as An- Anaxarchus, which fucking dope name. It almost sounds yeah. like anarchy, you know? Kind of want to name my son Anarchus. Yeah, Anaxarchus. 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 Yeah, wow. Like and Monimus. That can be yeah. his middle name. Yeah. <laughs> Anaxarchus Monimus. I like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Right, we need to good. go back to using like Roman and Greek names, you yeah, know, like Maximus, fucking, yeah, Maximil- Maximilian, and fucking like, yeah, like, you know, like uh, Gladiator, mm-hmm. yeah. Gladiator name, dude. Why don't we just have Gladiators again? Yeah, like, let's, you know, let's go back to Gladiators. If they volunteer, no, what's the problem? Come on, you know, <laughs> they step forward and they're like, I volunteer, you know, <laughs> kill myself in the name of the king or entertainment yeah. or whatever. Fucking, are you not entertained? <laughs> you know, oh, oh man, you know, I might see it. I don't know. um so yeah so anaxarchus and monomus likened existing things to scene paintings and supposed them to resemble the impressions experienced in sleep or madness Hmm. that's kind of cool 
And then, of course, we get to Plato, who's like probably one of the most famous philosophers out there. You know, Mm -hmm. he approached the subject in the allegory of the cave. Have you heard this story? I haven't. So basically, uh, he's presenting this as a letter between his brother, uh, Glaucon. Okay. I I just keep thinking Gascon or Gaston. (laughs) Gaston. Yeah. 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 I just every time I see Glaucon, I'm like Gaston and his mentor Socrates. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this is a letter, basically. But um, he's describing this this group of people that have lived their entire life in a cave, okay. you know, and so like that's their entire existence. And they're chained to this wall in the cave. So all they can see is like the shadows of things passing in front of the cave. Mm-hmm. There's like a fire behind, like at the opening and there's like basically a puppet show going on. Okay. And so like all they see is these things going on. So that's their reality. Mm, okay. And then basically, uh, kind of what you see is your reality. Yeah, becomes exactly. Your reality. Yeah. So, so they, you know, they assign names to things and they mm-hmm. basically go, okay, yeah, that's a horse, yeah. you know, or that's a carriage and that's, you know, but that's mm-hmm. their thought of what it is. Exactly. Uh, so, Basically, they're just trying to make sense of their world. But what they're seeing is not the reality of the outside world, merely their perception. Mm -hmm. And that kind of comes to now, like even like sciences and all that stuff now. Is that the real reality or is that just our perception of how to explain this world and what's going on? Exactly. Because if you look even in science, if you look at scientific understanding, it's like we thought we had the answers back Mm -hmm. then. And then something came along and we changed and then we changed and we changed. So our perception of reality has been changing the entire time. Mm -hmm. So is it actually reality or is it just our perception of it? Mm -hmm. (sighs) (laughs) And it's only been five minutes. Right. (laughs) Fuck. So yeah, this is definitely probably going to be a two-parter. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Well, I mean, I also didn't finish my slideshow, but that's besides the point. So there's that. He was dabbed to death. Yeah, I, I literally got dabbed to death. And then, you know, I resurrected myself three months later. And here we are. <laughs> Speaking of that, let's right. try some Joker. Oh, yeesh. Can't really see it too well. I already did a lot of this. <laughs> well, that's how you know it's good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, while you're getting that ready, I'm going to continue these next couple little points. Mm-hmm. So those shadows represent the fragment of reality that we are able to perceive through our senses normally. Uh, while the objects outside the cave represent the true forms of objects that can only be perceived through reason. <clears throat> so in his response, Socrates explains to Gaston how a philosopher is like a prisoner who is set free from the cave, right? So one of those guys breaks free of the chains and he leaves the cave, you know, and he comes to understand that the shadows on the wall aren't reality. And so he's just realizing that the entire world has been a lie. Mm -hmm. So while the philosopher seeks to understand and perceive the higher levels of the realities around them, the others in the cave don't even desire to leave the cave because they know no better life. They don't even realize that they're imprisoned and that it's a false mm-hmm. reality. Mm-hmm. The Matrix. Exactly. You know, Neo didn't have any idea. He was plugged, literally plugged into the Matrix mm-hmm. until Morpheus came along. Yep. You know. And he wasn't even ready to go yet, but they kind of yeah. had to force it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's crazy. <sighs> it's kind of like Pandora's box. You know, once you step out and see what's really there, right. it's so hard to go back in. You already dead? Yeah, all you, bro. I dab twice. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh yeah. This man always has the coolest glass. Little spiral going up the middle. I actually got this on DH gate. I, really? got, I get all of my pieces on there because <laughs> like you can get really nice pieces like this for like 60 bucks. Yep. You know? Nice. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. Never shopped on there. I've looked around a little yeah, bit. But... The only downside is, is because it's all coming from overseas, it could take a while. Like you mm -hmm. really don't know how long it's going to take. This one actually didn't take too long, though. Kind of like getting something off Wish. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> might be three it, weeks. It might, might be, be a month from now. It might be three years from now. You might have forgotten <laughs> you, you even bought something. Yep. Dude. And then when you get it, it's five inches smaller than it should be. And uh, yep. <laughs> I'm pointing at a Excalibur recreation sword <laughs> I bought. It's like, well, it's it's a like daggery, it's like a short sword, like a short sword. Yeah. yeah, like a letter opener for big people. <laughs> <laughs> Just realized that cord is all that camera's seeing. <coughs> oh fuck. All right. Um, so even the Buddhists actually kind of touched on this topic in a way, um, especially when you look at the concept of karma and reincarnation. Yeah. Okay. You know, so the that near the near endless cycle of birth, mundane. I love how they put mundane existence in there. Mm -hmm. They're like the, the endless cycle of birth, mundane existence <laughs> and death. And you then have rebirth. To, well, you got to put the mundane yeah, existence you have to in have there. Mundane. It's just not. It's just not the same without <laughs> mundane. You know, it's like because you could just like, oh yeah, birth and existence and death and then, no, it's mundane, motherfucker. It's the same <laughs> shit every day, every day, every day, in and out, dragging. Yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> right. So at uh, least we got weed. <laughs> right, right. That's the good thing. That's that's what that's what it was there for. I think. I think know? so too, and people. People are like, man, you know, you shouldn't smoke weed. It's bad for you, bro. God put weed there. What you mean? Apparently. Like, it was, we didn't make it. Uh, that thing shut off again. Apparently my battery is dying, even though I just charged it. <laughs> so. That's all right. Luckily, I've got a backup. Yeah, Technical yeah. difficulties. Dun, dun, dun. Please stand by. Please stand by for this commercial. Dun 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 intermission. Ah that was pretty good, actually. Yeah, it was off of a I think it was an offspring album. Okay. Yeah, it was in the middle of one of their songs. Like they just like it just like out of nowhere, it just goes. Intermission. You had that radio voice with it. Intermission. In a world where every movie preview begins with <laughs> in a world. <laughs> Morgan Freeman, watch out. <laughs> you know, I've always said if nothing else, I could probably fall back on a career in voice acting. I think you I think you could. You'd be like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. They keep telling me to sing a song, but I couldn't carry a tune with a tractor if I tried, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. <laughs> Well, if the weed game don't work out, yeah, seriously, there you go. seriously, people hire me. I will do voices. <laughs> Might actually make more it's money. Like, in uh, that it's like it's like Robin Williams and Mrs. Mm -hmm. Doubtfire yep. when he's like, "I do voices," and she's like, "What do you mean I do voices?" He's like, "I do voices." Fucking <laughs> like uh, what was it when Harry met Sally? Mm -hmm. He's all waiter. There's too much pepper on my poppy cash. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Dude, yeah, yeah. yeah I, uh, you, you had a lot of free time career. as a kid. <laughs> you do any other ones? I mean, I, I, I think I'd like to think I could do a little bit of a good Mickey Mouse, you know? Okay. Oh, 
fucking cut him, Goofy. I'll <laughs> fuck with the Mickey Mouse Mafia. Yeah, that's pretty. <laughs> good. <laughs> that's pretty good. I can do a Shaggy, all right. I was about to say, you know, gee, Scoob, I, I just like I want to get out of here, man. I'm a little yep. scared. Like Zoinks, man. Yeah, actually, that's better. I think mine's more of a Morty. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Like, gee, Rick, I just, I just don't know if I should do this, man. Like, I, I just feel like, I feel like it's gonna be really fucking painful, man. Uh, uh, Morty. Uh, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> what you got to do, Morty? You just got to take the seat and you just got to shove it right up your ass, Morty. Just right up your ass. Morty, you got to just keep shoving it, Morty. Just go. Oh, dude, uh, I used to love that fucking show when it right. first came out. I mean, I still love it now. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I, I fell off. I'm not going to lie. I haven't caught up. I haven't been, you know. Do you remember the uh, the dogs episode where they got smart? Where they like took over the yeah. world, yeah. And he comes and knocks on the door <laughs> at night, and he's like, "Where are my testicles? <laughs> <laughs> they have been removed. Where have they gone?" Right. And then the dad comes in, and um, he goes, oh, "All right, it's time for our family walk." And then the dog goes, "You will walk when it is time to walk." <laughs> simulation. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, remember the the one where he was inside that simulated like fast yep. food place, and yep. they like kind of played with the idea of like multiple simulations and realities. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even Inception kind of plays with that idea too. It's like, yeah, it's, it's referenced a lot in movies. Yeah, it seems like a lot of it. The, that whole theory is coming up a lot in movies, TV shows, yeah, just all kinds of mainstream stuff, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. Seeing people actually think. I think the one thing COVID did is positive thing it is it got people inside and like just looking at stuff whether right. it's you know good bad but it, you know it's getting that brain going it gets you right. fucking moving and yeah because i mean if you're sitting at home all day you got to fucking learn something I guess, yeah you know, something so even if it's simulation theory or weed right. yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> you know or if it's starting a podcast about serial killers and cannabis is there a I podcast better <laughs> i mean actually last podcast <laughs> on the left you should check them out Mm. yeah yeah okay. one of my favorite podcasts actually there's three guys uh marcus parks ben kissel and henry uh Zabrowski. okay and they are fucking hilarious i've never even heard of it but i'll yeah, check it out they're hilarious as soon as i get home tonight i'll take a dab and check her nice, out yeah um i've also been stuck on uh listening to and that's why we drink mm-hmm. um, I've, I've heard something yeah that. yeah it's like these two girls one drinks milkshakes and the other mm-hmm. drinks wine and yeah they're they're hilarious Dude, I'm so cliche, but I've been stuck on Joe Rogan. I just I love his <laughs> you know, stuff, I, man. I never got into his podcast. Really? Know? Maybe I should. He's got some good ones. There's so many that, I mean, it just goes over every topic that you could possibly ever think of. So there's probably something in there for nice, you. Nice. Hmm, if not, sure. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no text. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, so what? We, oh yeah, we were on the mundane existence, right? So the near endless cycle of birth, mundane existence, death, and then rebirth is known as samsara. Now, while this doesn't flat out state that they believe reality to be an illusion or a simulation of sorts, it does refer to their belief that while one is in the cycle of samsara, their next lives are determined by their karma or action. Hmm. which results from an intentional physical or mental act, which in turn causes a future consequence. Mm-hmm. So basically if you're a dick now, you're going to get a bunch of dick shit later. <laughs> Just get Those are technical karma terms, terms, by the way. Those are scientific karma terms. Yeah. yeah. Dick shit. You're going to yeah. get, dick. you're going to get, you're going to get dick shit later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, that just sounds bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so the way that samsara ends is when a person attains moksha or liberation. Hmm. Essentially, the person breaks free of desire and accepts the concept of non-self. So according to Walpola Rahula in 2014, mm -hmm. one who no longer sees any soul or self is the one who has been liberated from the samsara suffering cycles. Hmm. Um, this to me sounds a lot like waking up from the matrix. Mm -hmm. It kind of does actually. You know, you you get to that self where it's, no longer there and then you're truly you see yeah, you can you're see enlightened it. you're exactly you're above the the cycle and, and you, you can, see below it and you can see everything you exactly because a simu in a simulation it's not necessarily just ones and zeros it could be you know how you perceive that simulation exactly even though speaking of ones and zeros there was a um, old mathematician philosopher name is Claude Shannon. He was actually one of the ones that found that the universe is binary, you know, has ones and zeros yes. written throughout it. So it was kind of interesting. I was nice. reading about him earlier. Nice. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My, uh, my fiance actually recently took a computer science class and we got to learn all about ones and zeros nice. and binary again. And I was just like, Oh yeah, I remember this. <laughs> it's so not, much. Fun. It's, yeah. It's so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and it's funny too, because like when I was younger, I was like really good with computers and I always thought about like, oh, maybe I should go into computer science. Mm -hmm. And then like she took a computer science class and one semester of helping her with her homework. And I was like, I never want to do computer science. I want to go in the woods now. <laughs> I want to go off grid. I don't mm -hmm. want to see technology ever again. <laughs> I'm going to live in the cabin and be a hobbit. Absolutely. <laughs> I'd do it. Fuck yeah. I want to be a hobbit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just smoking weed on the shire all day just yep. oh, smoking yes. their pipe weed like who are you for uh, yeah, that's, not a, that, that's not that's not tobacco you could have called it tobacco but you chose <laughs> to call it pipe weed and then you remember radagast's face oh my god yeah, yeah again, i was like here take a hit of yeah, it's going out his ears and all cross-eyed yeah absolutely oh fuck you know, actually, we were talking about uh, Rings of Power earlier, and that mm -hmm. was actually another theory is that the, the old guy was Radagast. And oh, I was okay. like, that's not possible. Radagast is like this tall. Yeah. And like the old guy is like this fucking tall. Like seven, you know? eight like, feet. Yeah, you know. But yeah. I mean, I could have seen it a little bit just because like how he cared for nature and stuff. True. But I feel like that's yeah. a lot of wizards in general. Minus, yeah. Minus I mean, Saruman. A lot of, uh, yeah. A lot of their power comes from nature, from like mm -hmm. from the planets. Like, so... Why if, wouldn't they be like all about nature and shit? Exactly. Yeah. And if we're speaking about what was it, Moxa? Moxa. Moksha? Moksha. Yeah, Sarman's got a lot of dicks coming to him. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of big dicks. Yeah, big Uruka dicks. <laughs> Where was it? Yeah, Moksha. Okay. Mm. All right. Okay. So we have taken a look at some of the earlier concepts and ideas that tie into the simulation hypothesis. But when did the actual hypothesis itself become a well-known and highly debated part of life as we know it today? Hmm. That's right. Cue the release of the major <laughs> motion picture, The Matrix, in 1999. For those of you who have somehow yet to still see it, the film, which was written and directed by Lana and Lily Wachowski, follows the story of protagonist Keanu Reeves, who for some reason everybody keeps referring to as Neo. You know? <laughs> 
So Neo is a hacker going about his day-to-day life until he follows a trail of clues that lead him to Morpheus, played by Lawrence Fishburne, who explains to him that the world as he knows it is... Or, uh, the world as he knows it does <laughs> not exist and offers him a way out of The Matrix, which is the famous red pill, blue pill scenario. Mm-hmm. Which pill would you take? I'd want to wake up. I I mean, definitely. It's one of those things. If you know that, I mean, and I understand if you wouldn't want to, and you just want to be comfortable and live your life. I get that, you know, to each his own. I mean, especially if you were like in a, in a good cushy position in the simulation, you know, if you're like the man, the the president and you're just like, why would I want to wake up from this? Yeah. It'd be a fucking slave. Yeah. No, no, that's cool. But I mean, my mind, I just, I like to, study i like to explore right. there's no way i could know right. that well, pandora was that's there the thing not. is like the blue pill would put you back to sleep put you back into the matrix and you would mm-hmm. never know right but obviously neo knew before because he had the the desire to seek out the white rabbit and mm-hmm. to follow the clues and to find and morpheus kn- and he knew to ask what is the matrix exactly mm-hmm. so he already was questioning it before. So if he went back into the matrix, he's still going to question it. Exactly. Like that, that, that thought is still going to be nagging in the back of his head. Mm-hmm. And he's just never going to be able to let it go. So I would not want to go back. No, to that. absolutely not. You know, I would definitely wake up mm-hmm. yeah. even the way that I live my life. I live it in a certain way that if somebody presents like an opportunity to me, I think when I turn 70 or 80, I'm on my deathbed. Am I still going to wonder if I will, I'm going to fucking do it. And so that'd be, Fuck that. That's a good way. That's yeah. a good way to live it. Um, there's a, a YouTuber who, who passed away recently and uh, he has a saying is live your life for what ifs, not oh well, or mm-hmm. live your life with oh well, it's not what ifs. Okay. You I know? like that. So basically, you know, instead of saying, well, what if I had done this or what if I had done that? You like be like, oh, well, I tried that and it didn't work out. And exactly. like, oh, well, I tried this and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, so. never leak. What's that old cliche statement? Never let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game. Yeah, exactly. And like, just trash it, man. So, yeah, I'd, I'd kind of wonder what would happen if you took the red pill and the blue pill at the same time. The purple pill. The purple <laughs> pill. Yup. <laughs> what do you think would happen? Um, You ever heard that D12 song, Purple Pills? Yeah. <laughs> That's what would happen. <laughs> Eminem would come out of nowhere and be like, I've been a mushroom mountain. Yep. Once all twice, but who's counting? <laughs> uh, oh, shit, so yeah, yeah, that's what happens. Either that or like just, just the world explodes or your brain explodes like mm-hmm. on the boys when their heads just start popping. Or like a black hole just comes out of nowhere. Oh, there we go. Mm-hmm. Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if it's just like uh, you just hear this loud popping sound like somebody just pulled their head out of their ass and it's and then you're like in a black nothingness just floating there like, mm-hmm. well, I fucked up. Yep. <laughs> like, have you ever seen that movie Get Out? Yeah. Like he's in the sunken space or whatever, yeah. just floating there. Yeah. Oh, so weird. Such Ugh. a weird movie. Seriously. You know, it's actually it's a good time for uh, horror movies right now, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Terrifier 2 just came out. It was mm-hmm. phenomenal. I heard uh, Smile's really good. Haven't seen Smile yet. Still got to see that one. So uh, what was another one? The new Halloween's coming out, I think. Now, the new Halloween is out. I did you see it? Yeah. Oh no. Well, no, it? it's streaming on Peacock. Okay. So, like, I don't understand why they would do that to themselves, where they're like, you can go to the movie theater and pay to see it, <laughs> or you can sit at home and watch it for free. Hmm. I'm gonna pay twenty bucks to go to the theater. Right. Well, <laughs> like, shit. Twenty not... bucks per ticket, plus snacks, plus yep. your, you know, your right testicle, yeah. your firstborn child. 
your gas, <laughs> your uh, your air conditioning at your house, your yeah, 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 you know, your soul. <laughs> <laughs> I sold that actually in high school for a pack of cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really, like realistically, I, I should have gotten more. I probably would have done it for a half a pack, dude. Yeah. Give well, they were pack of Newports, you know. Oh, so. see, I was a Marble Red guy. Well, you know, yeah, I started with Marble Reds and then bounced around to like every freaking brand on yep. Earth. Like, and I was even doing like the Dejarum Clove oh, cigarettes yeah, dude. for a while. The my black dad's, ones were the best. My dad smokes those right now. Nice. Yeah, nice, like that's yeah. the only thing he smokes. My, uh, my mom's like my mom's first girlfriend. She uh, she used to smoke those, mm -hmm. and fucking she would always like. I think she knew that I was taking them from her because <laughs> she would always, whenever she bought a new carton, she would always like mention it, like, yeah. in conversation, and be like, "Oh yeah, well you know, I just went and bought a pa uh, carton of cigarettes in this, that, and the other," and I'd be like noted <laughs> i knew exactly where they were so yep. i go and grab a pack and i am just snitching on myself right now aren't i sorry mom <laughs> i don't think she listens so it's probably fine. not <laughs> dude my buddy he used to steal his mom smoked virginia slims do you remember those oh vagina slimes yeah but <laughs> <laughs> yes dude she was all about I'm the not, vagina slimes. Edit that out. <laughs> i love that that's the new name for them for sure <laughs> but he used to steal them and bro we look so dumb like 14 year old kids <laughs> nobody looks them. cool smoking a virginia slim not you're just at like, all you're trying so hard it just does not work it, it especially a 14 year old oh. kid <laughs> he looks really dumb smoking a virginia right. slim oh my god i fucking one time in high school i was in rotc and you did rotc yeah no yeah. shit actually you know what's really funny is like i was in the marine corps not, oh yeah. yeah i remember that yeah oh, yeah. yeah but uh I almost went into the army. Actually, nice. I'm getting a little sidetracked, aren't I? I, but, uh, <laughs> I feel like so we are, but you know, it happens. Ooh, gak juice. Hey, all right, yeah, all right. It's fire. Um, a little more like sugary, saucy. Where, where is it? There we go. Ooh, mm. ah. gak is grapes and cream. See, now I don't have to like sit here and try to describe what it looks like. I can just be like, look how pretty. <laughs> <laughs> look at the weed, man. Yeah, that shit's really good. It has a good taste to it too. That one's good, and then the grape tree is really similar to that. Nice, nice. Uh, oh, so yeah, so it's in ROTC, right? Which it's ironic because I am very anti-establishment, mm -hmm. anti-authority, anti-everything. Yep. But I excelled at ROTC, and I was even in a Civil Air Patrol. Really? I don't know if you've ever, mm -hmm. ever heard of that. But I did that from like 13 to 16 or something. I became like a, a flight sergeant. No fucking, I, was, I was into it, you know? Hmm. Um, honestly that's usually how it does go most of the best marines i knew were dudes that you would not have thought were, should have yeah. even been in there like dude what are you doing here? <laughs> and they just end up being right, it's like well it was this or prison exactly a hundred percent and those you always what end really up sucks is i was signed up to go into the army and then i got arrested and was in jail fighting a case huh. like a big case and they wouldn't like even give me that option i just got kicked out of the army the, the recruiter came in and was like yeah so you've been uh discharged from the delayed <laughs> entry program because i still had to like yep, i was in the delayed entry yeah. program too yeah it was super funny man i uh yeah it, it was wild i loved it Ooh. i got to shoot some cool guns learn some cool things yeah that one's got a little funk to it but i like weed too much and i'm a free spirit man yeah so here i am right but then sometimes i'm not gonna lie you look back and like i have some friends that are <laughs> literally five years retiring and they're going to be like 38 years old damn like what the fuck yeah. my brother-in-law he's doing the same thing he's been in for i think 11 years yeah. he's actually in charge of the uh u2 spy planes at beale nice he's a crew that's chief dope. On that's mm -hmm. dope 
Fucking, I, uh, when I was younger, I wanted to go into the Air Force and I wanted to be a pilot. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do either uh, fighter jets, but then the stealth program launched and I really wanted to join the stealth program. I wanted yeah. to do like the B 2 or the F 117. The F 117A Nighthawk is the most slept on stealth fighter plane. They're fire. Oh my dude. God. They're ridiculous. The angular shape, mm-hmm. the fucking look of them, just like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And most people, but, like you said, they're so slept on. Most people don't even know what the fuck they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, when you think of a, a stealth plane, everybody's thinking of the B two stealth bomber, which is like the rounded, fucking yep. smooth looking little spaceship kind of deal. You know. Mm-hmm. So. <coughs> oh, that one got me. <laughs> yeah, that stuff's pretty good. I think that's maybe four weeks old. So that's probably the oldest stuff I have. Nice. Hence why there's only a little bit left. <laughs> All right. Um, oh yeah, so back to the ROTC thing. So fucking, I'm smoking on my way to school one morning, just a cigarette, mm-hmm. you know, nothing big. And guess who drives by? I'm in uniform too. Oh shit! Yeah, so it was the one of the days we had to dress up. Yeah, and so I'm in uniform, and the fucking like the teacher, the fucking commander dude, drives by and stops, and he fuck, come here. I'm like oh, holding it behind shit. my back, and I like dropped it behind me, like he wouldn't see it, and mm-hmm. I'm just like super caught and then, so <laughs> we get to class and he's like he makes me call my mom mm-hmm. and he's like oh, no. he's like you have to tell her what you were doing that's the worst and i'm just like oh god because <laughs> uh, i've been there little, i know little known fact my mom is a prison guard oh yeah um she's you know she worked at san quentin at the time no so, shit uh, she was like a prison guard yeah, prison, yeah. prison guard prison yeah. prison guard she san she, quentin's no yeah, joke no. if y'all don't know <laughs> yeah it's it's yeah <laughs> look it up if you haven't seen get hard the sangos they be fucking in san quentin <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that movie yeah, okay love that movie. <laughs> no but so your mom caught you huh well so he he makes me call her right and so i'm just like doing the hey mom and she's <laughs> like why the fuck are you calling me like it's from school so it's never good and then i'm just like well, so I was on my way to school and like the ROTC teacher caught me smoking <laughs> and she just like pauses for a minute and she goes smoking. Why? That was going to be my question. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like a cigarette. And then she was just like, oh, okay. I thought it was going to be something bad. It's <laughs> just like, well, you're not mad. She's like, I mean, yeah, I'm mad, but like this wasn't crack. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, what the fuck? It's a cigarette. Like. <laughs> Thought he's gonna be like, yeah, you know, he was fucking smoking meth and blowing hookers in the back. Yeah, no. you know? <laughs> As I'm we do hookers, what's wrong with me, bro? I, <laughs> let me let me pay you so I can blow you. <laughs> you know, some people, some so, people. There are weird people <laughs> out there, man. You know, there are those dudes who pay like thousands of dollars for worn oh underwear. My God, and dude, shit. No, no, there's a uh, there's people that like old paychecks to like step on their balls and shit. Yeah, and like yeah, a lot of money, yeah, like a lot of money. Like what? Like the I'll fuck? step on somebody's balls for fuck money. Yeah, like dude, fuck it, I'll do it for ten bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cheap. <laughs> I ain't gonna touch it, but I'll step on it. <laughs> oh fuck! All uh, right. Maybe in the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a simulation, it doesn't matter. Right? Exactly. Yeah. You know. You know it... All right. Back Matrix. To it. Yeah. Matrix. <laughs> so, as those of us who are familiar with the film all know, <laughs> the blue pill allows you to go back to sleep, back to living in ignorance, unaware there is anything going on. However, if you take the red pill, you wake up, you break free of the simulation and begin to truly live in the real world. 
Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, in the real world, in the movie, it sucked. <laughs> there, uh, what was their breakfast when uh, he uh, poured the breakfast? He was like, "What is this? Oh, you know, it's got all your nutrients oh, in yeah. it. It's just, it's like a gruel, basically. Yeah. It's just a gruel with every nutrient you need, so you don't have to eat anything else. Yep, yeah, put some gunk in your mouth yeah. and go to town. <laughs> so we're back to blowing hookers. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice." Nice. Full circle. <laughs> Matrix. <laughs> that was pretty good. Okay, so, of course, Neo takes the red pill, and when he awakens, he is quite literally plugged into the Matrix, an advanced simulation designed by the machine overlords that have overthrown the planet and are now harvesting the energy produced by the people's brains and bodies. Coming soon to the theater near you. In 1999. <laughs> That was that radio voice that he has. <laughs> I was like, damn, this sounds you like a good movie, the Nick. Smooth sounds of KMEL, The Quiet Storm. Man, this sounds cool. <laughs> I want to watch this. <laughs> oh, shit. But I, thought, I, I always used to do this movie trailer where it's like, in a world where everyone speaks Spanish, <laughs> but only one man still speaks English. Hello? Will he ever learn what they're saying? Will I ever learn what people are saying? <laughs> Will he ever find love? Will I ever find love? Will he ever stop being an annoying asshole and repeating everything <laughs> I say? Oh, shit. I love it. Coming soon to a theater near you. <laughs> uh, it did it again. What What was that? Something beat? Oh, your camera's low. Mm. And there it goes. All right. Well, we lost a camera. That's uh, all right. That happens. I'm not that cute anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So where where were we? Oh, yeah. Plugged into the Matrix, Machine mm-hmm. Overlords. Uh, so, you know, blah, blah, blah. So we've already kind of talked about your take on simulation theory. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got kind of... into yours a little bit, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so now, unfortunately, we did not come here to just talk about the Matrix movie trilogy. <laughs> As wonderful of a movie as it is. Right. And we could do an entire episode just talking about the Matrix trilogy. Oh, I could probably seriously. do five, to be honest. Like, <laughs> it's right. so good. Uh, okay. And it was so ahead of its time, too. It really was. Know? Like, it, like just the the cinema, like, the use of the cameras, mm-hmm. like, the way they rotated around and, like, slow time down and, yep. like, basically you stop and float in midair and shit. Like, it was the dopest shit. Yep. Even watching them do it, like, when you watch the behind-the-scenes stuff and you watch how the cameras like rotate around and mm-hmm. there's like the strobing light that's going on while it's happening. And it's just so cool to watch. Dude. I remember the, f- one of the first scenes in that movie where Trinity's jumping through the window and it does that like loop around yeah. the body. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's so sick. Or fucking when like the rain just like freezes and mm-hmm. shit like that. Yep. Shit was dope. Yup. Yeah. They did such a good job with that, man. They could come out with that honestly in 2022 and people would love it. Yeah. Like, honestly, I would I would not be surprised to see that come out today. Yeah. Like, that's how good it was. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Did we need Trinity in it? No. But <laughs> <laughs> that's besides the point. Yeah. You know, there's always got to be one of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, he needed some kind of a, a love interest, I guess. Yeah. All right. So when did philosophers and the rest of the scientific community catch up to the movie producers and science fiction community? Well, this is actually where things start to get interesting. Enter Swedish-born philosopher Nick Bostrom in 2003 when he wrote a piece titled Are You Living in a Computer Simulation? Hmm. which quickly gained traction and brought forth the simulation argument. 
But first, a little background on the other Nick in this episode, Mr. Bostrom. <laughs> Niklas Bostrom was born on March 10th, 1973 in Helsingborg, Sweden. Hey, me too. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That'd be sick. <laughs> <laughs> Being born in Sweden, yes. Not in 1963 or 73. Nah, because you'd be about to die now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is he still alive? Probably. Maybe. Yeah, he's not yeah, that he'd actually. A... Yeah, no way. I'm I'm in '89, so that's like six. Yeah, damn. It's not. I'm yeah, '92. Yeah. So it's not that long. He's probably right, like right, 49. Right, I right, think. All right, we're over here making him sound like this ancient and yeah. shit. Sorry, Nick. Sorry, bro. Uh, <laughs> not even 50 years old. <laughs> uh, he's like in speed, and I am still very young. <laughs> With that exact voice too. <laughs> Uh, okay, so born in Helsingborg, Sweden, and is currently a philosopher at the University of Oxford, where in 2011, he founded the Oxford Martin Program on the Impacts of Future Technology, hmm. and is the founding director of the Future of Humanity Institute. Okay. That is a pretty dope title. That sounds impressive. Director of the Future of Humanity Institute. Mm -hmm. What do you do? I study the future of humanity. That's pretty dope. Like, what do you do? Do you so write? What do you do? <laughs> I, I, I study. <laughs> All right. Cool. Probably hang out with Elon Musk and Jeff Actually, Bezos. Yeah. He, uh, he, yeah. So Bostrom has written over 200 publications, has written two books, and co-edited two others. Hmm. His first book was titled Anthrop Anthropic Bias, Observation Selection Effects in Science and Philosophy, which sounds like an exhilarating read, by yeah. the way. <laughs> yeah. uh, and his second book was Superintelligence, Paths, Dangers, and Strategies, which went on to, became, yet to become a New York Times bestseller. Hmm. I mean, just sounds like a cool book, honestly. Yeah. Superintelligence, Paths, Dangers, and Strategies. Like, the first one, not so much. But... Yeah, the first one, you, you, you could have revised the title a yeah. little bit. Um, but, but like super intelligence, that's, I'm down with that. Right. Well, and it I'd actually, it so the book was actually backed by some of the brightest minds of our time, including mm -hmm. Bill Gates and Elon Musk. Oh, speaking of. Right, right. Yep. Speaking of the Musk man. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so uh, do you think he's actually going to buy Twitter? Like the deal sounds like it's about to go through. It's been kind of up and down. I, I think I think it was about to go through. I think the only thing he's trying to figure out is how many bots are real. Yeah, because that was just the whole thing. He he had a little pause on it because they weren't telling him how much of the bots are real, how many people are real, like because there's an acceptable percentage. I don't remember exactly what it is, but I think it's like a five or six or something. It's pretty low, <clears throat> but they wouldn't tell him. So I think that's kind of what they're going through right now. Okay, but I hope he does. I was reading something about he like plans on like firing seventy five percent of his staff and yeah. shit. And I hope like... he does, dude. Like, yeah, I mean, not, no, I don't mean fire 70% of the staff. I mean, just I hope them he all. Buys. You don't need jobs. Get out of here. <laughs> no, I do. I hope he buys it, though, because yeah, he's all about the free speech. And, you know, it, it'll be interesting. Mm -hmm. it, it'll definitely, definitely be interesting. I think Elon Musk is someone to keep your eye on. Oh, definitely. for sure. I think like, he's so under like he's, you know, everyone knows what he's doing right now, but he's so uh, he's just underplayed right now. Right. Man. He's doing so I, much. I almost feel like there are certain people like Bill Gates, Elon mm -hmm. Musk, like these super hyper intelligent, highly functioning people. Like I I almost start to question if they're people. Yeah. You know, or if they're like aliens or if it's just like, 
maybe they've got moksha they've hit an enlightenment you know that we haven't hit yet and it's just like to to fucking perform on the level that yeah, they do you know it's nuts like i've been watching some of his interviews and bill gates is too like sometimes they'll run off like a couple hours of sleep a night and then just do like rocket science in fact a lot like, of a lot of uh intelligent people don't believe in sleeping like mm -hmm. they do like i think even einstein he like slept like two hours a yeah. night or some shit like one or two hours and he would do like micro naps mm -hmm. and shit dude something crazy. crazy about elon musk too is he's actually self-taught in rocket science he oh, taught, yeah, he taught himself all that. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> and if you look up the interview, like, how did you find that? He's a YouTube. All right. And here I am thinking I'm cool because I can like teach myself to code. And shit. <laughs> I'm just like, he's over here fucking like programming rockets. And yeah. I'm just like, I made an app. Hey, bro, you do way more than I can. <laughs> I can't make an app at all. I can barely use Facebook. Yeah. Well, and you, you know, think if, if like I actually followed through on some of the ideas I have, I would actually, you know, mm -hmm. be a little better off than I am now. <laughs> But then we wouldn't be sitting here talking about True. it. True, it'd actually just be a nicer studio. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Which is honestly, it's a nice studio now. Yeah, if you I, guys I like, don't I like see. the feel, I like the vibe. Yeah, eventually, I think it'll be to where the, the camera angles are better figured out, and you can mm -hmm. see a little more of the studio. Well, I mean, there's always room for building, yeah, you know. Yeah. But no, you got it really nice. I fuck with it. Got some swords in here in case right. some people break in. Right. In case they want to get stabbed to death while we're getting dabbed to death. Hey. <laughs> that was actually how I came up with the name. I was just like, because like at first I wanted to call it. Um, I was actually going to call it. Hi, how are you? Okay, that's actually like pretty H -I -G -H, cool too. You mm -hmm. know, and then there's actually a podcast already called. Hi, how are you? Okay. And it's these two guys that just get high and, you know, like just talk bullshit and stuff yep. like that. But then. um it didn't really like make sense with the true crime theme and like any of that stuff, you know? So then I was just like, you know, thinking about it. I'm like, well, you know, stabbed to death sounds kind of cool. But then I'm like, wait, dabbed to death mm -hmm. and bam, here we are. And I'm sure you were high when you thought it. Oh yeah, death. definitely. Definitely high. All my uh, best ideas come <laughs> higher in the shower. One right. of the two yeah. or both. Or <laughs> while I'm taking a piss. Okay. I actually wanted to write a book called piss spot thoughts. Hmm. Things you think about while you're peeing. My dad has a book. It's called um, Shitting Trivia or Bathroom Shitting Trivia, something huh. like that. And it's just things to read about while you're taking a <laughs> shit, man. All right. Pretty much for guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not only for guys, but, you know, most chicks I know don't sit in the bathroom for 15 minutes. Yeah. You know, I've, I've noticed that that is kind of a guy thing to sit there. Even after you're done shitting, you're, you're still just sitting there. Just for chilling, <laughs> man. <laughs> yep. Just scrolling. <laughs> <laughs> like playing a game just like come on knock down his tower knock down his yeah. tower <laughs> oh i gotta play again fuck it <laughs> uh sudoku for five hours yep. you're like why am i still in the bathroom angry birds back oh in the day oh my god yep. yes angry birds was like crack yeah dude yeah. <laughs> and then they like they try to make like 15 different versions of it and it just i feel like you start lost yeah it. you wife breaks some or fix something that's not broken yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, you start fucking stuff up. Yeah. It's like all the new technology and everything. Now, the more stuff you put onto things, the more things there is to break. Right. Right. Just stick to the original like idea. I'm, dude, flip phones. You could have a flip right. phone, fucking run it over with, run it over with a car. You could fucking drop it mm -hmm. off a cliff. That thing will still work. Dude, I These had a phones phone. nowadays. You look at them funny and they're like broken. Yup. Dude, I had a flip phone for a while. Yeah. Actually, like a, probably five years ago. Nice. Just for no reason just yeah. wanted to get away from technology i was like fuck it all right well and i mean when i fucking broke my phone it was out for like a week mm -hmm. you know because i had to wait for the new one and i'd figure out all my insurance shit and stuff like that 
And then so I, I went and got a track phone, a little yeah. flip phone, and it's just fucking, dude, I missed it. Mm-hmm. I actually kind of fucking missed it. Once you get through that whole, just the comfortability of always having that phone on you, right? you, you feel different. You feel better almost. Right. Like, oh, I'm not checking this. I'm not doing this. Yeah. You know? Well, and I just, I just remembered like the good old days of sitting in class and like, you know, teachers were always like, no texting. And so you'd yeah. have your phone in your pocket and you just have the thing memorized. And you'd be like, one, two, three. Yeah, one, two, dude. Three, four, one, two, three, one, two, one, one. Yeah, one, before two, they had the auto text. Had, yeah, you could just memorize exactly how many times you have to push which button. Absolutely. And you could send a perfectly coherent text message without even looking at your phone. Yep. Try up, doing that now. Up try to 150 characters. <laughs> yeah. Try doing that now. Yeah. Can't. Good luck. Can't fucking do it. Yeah, you can't even unlock your phone without looking at it now. <laughs> without some lights going off. We're like, bro, right. try be sneaky, man. Yeah, be sneaky. Good luck. Yeah, no shit, man. And Liam Neeson to come in and just be like, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. All I wonder right, what so. Liam Neeson thinks about Simulation 3. He probably has some crazy fucking ideas does. on it. Like, he seems like the kind of guy that would just like go off for like hours blow your fucking mind yeah Yeah. just like some shit you never even thought about about it yeah you know it's just like a wise person to me you know or he seems like one of those guys that's secretly an asshole we're a wise asshole i mean you can be both you can be Mm -hmm. a wise asshole yeah a wise ass Uh, input sound barrier <laughs> yeah actually uh I, oh i used to have sound be- things on the pad oh nice like a little soundboard thing. yeah because you can have like four of them programmed mm-hmm. and uh but you have to have the sd card and you have to like put yep. them on there beforehand and like so yeah. now i just do my inserting the sound clips after in the edits I okay it's a lot easier oh yeah yeah so that's why i always have that awkward insert this sound clip here yeah (laughs) (laughs) i just cut that out you know that'd be kind of funny though to see i like i would laugh if i saw that on a podcast right if and if especially if i forgot to cut that part out exactly insert sound clip here and then i don't (laughs) insert the sound clip and you're just like (laughs) where where is it when when is it it'd be like is um, it the matrix (laughs) <laughs> is it the matrix it'd be like that video of have you seen uh joe biden when he uh he's giving a speech and he says repeat line act like <laughs> he's reading the teleprompter <laughs> and you just see kamala harris behind him like trying so hard not to <laughs> laugh dude it's amazing oh god. oh my god uh, we can't go on that because i'll go for a long time <laughs> yeah no, no. all right all right, all right. Oh, so God. in in his book super intelligence bostrom discusses how he believes that super intelligence which he defines as any intellect that greatly exceeds the cognitive performance of humans in virtually all domains of interest so those hmm. high functioning super intelligent people we were talking about yep that somehow just seem to not just one area but just everything yeah mm-hmm. they just have like that like third eye and yep. just see everything you know just insert knowledge 24 yeah, 7 yeah. insert knowledge here <laughs> <laughs> well that's kind of what elon musk is trying to do with the Neuralink. have you looked into that and like what they're actually doing not a whole lot it's crazy it's, man yeah the so, concept is very kind of scary almost they're um they're supposed to be starting human trials this year how much do they pay for something like that? You think? Because I, no I I'll be a guinea pig for enough yeah. money. <laughs> well, they're, they're trying to right now. Um, they want to eventually get it where basically a paraplegic can walk because they're sending electrical oh, signals like to their brain. Okay. Yeah, so it's basically huh. they um, they're going to hollow out a little piece so right it's, here. It's basically like so it's hacking like a, the brain. Yeah, like it's a computer wiring. chip in your brain. Huh. And so you you'll have access to knowledge 
access to the internet, access to all these different things, um, like unlocking your house, even just little wow. stuff like that. Right. Um, but yes, yeah, so, kind of dope. Just walk up to your front door and it unlocks. Yeah. It's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Mr. Hildebrand. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, and we are not far from those like complete smart homes where it's yeah. like everything is fully automated, and that's when your house is trying to kill you. <laughs> do um, you remember? Oh, dude, do you remember that show back in the day, the Disney Channel original? Oh movie, my smart god, house. smart house. Yeah, yes. dude. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Blast from the fucking past. Yep. Anybody from our generation knows what we're talking about. Yep. Anybody younger is just like, what? Dude. I live in a smart house. You have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> Does your smart house make your smoothies for you? All right, go watch that and then tell me it doesn't change your life. Let's watch <laughs> a Disney Channel movie. A Disney Channel original. <laughs> Dude, oh I, about God. six months ago, I went on a bender. And I watched a bunch of them. <laughs> that one, Luck of the Irish. What, what was Brink. the what was the Xenon? Xenon the, Galactic the Warrior. Yeah, and what was the one? Okay, okay. Nobody else I know talks about this one or remembers this one. It was some girl, and she was like a bubble or something like. But she turned into a human, and then yep. she's like, "I feared the wind." And yeah, it, um, and it was like she was like it was a bubble. She was a bubble. Yep, I know exactly like, what you're talking about. Um, oh. Uh, if you know it was the name, about the same, if you know the name of the movie, please uh, send it in uh, at any of the inst or any of the social medias or an email or something, a comment, review, something. Please let me know what the <laughs> fucking name of that movie was. Do you remember Brink? Yeah, roller skating yes. one. Yeah, dude. Oh my god. Oh, not a Disney movie, but another great fucking uh, old like skate movies. Grind, grind, dude. Fucking, I watched that I like watched six that religiously. Ago. Like you, that was you, the best movie. Sweet Lou. Did you see Jimmy? <laughs> Jimmy was. Off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> he was on it and then he was off the hook. <laughs> but what was that? Uh, Matt Jensen, his friend, like goes up, Mommy. Oh my god, yeah, dude, that guy was hella weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm from the Release the Twins Foundation, yeah, yeah I'm from the Save the or Free the Twins Foundation. I'm here about freeing them twins. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, what did he say when they were like, um. They were talking about sex and he's like, I mean, I've had sex. And they were like, yeah, but with a human though. And he just like <laughs> looks around and he's like, who's making these rules, man? <laughs> oh, the simulations boy. making these rules. Yeah, seriously. Oh, oh I was going to say my, my laptop died too, but I just, it just locked me out. Mm. <laughs> no. Okay. Nice. Uh, so Bostrom views the rise of super intelligence as being potentially highly dangerous to humans. Hmm. Uh, yeah, we were talking about ro yeah. iRobot and fucking Skynet and all that. Oh, look, I mean, most of us have seen the Terminator movies and know yeah. how that all goes. Uh, or again, look at the Matrix. Mm -hmm. You know, the machine overlords basically just threw overthrew humanity because they were like, you know what? Y'all are a bunch of idiots. And, and we're uh, just going to use you for energy. Yeah, you're our batteries now. Mm hmm. But, uh, you know, so nonetheless, Boston rejects the idea that humans are powerless to stop the negative effects of said super intelligence. See, hmm. we can stop Skynet. Absolutely. Can stop it, but is society going to stop it? stop it? They, society won't stop it. Absolutely no, not. No, 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 but not. you could literally tell them it's happening and they'll just be like. But do I get free right, Wi-Fi? Can, like, can I live stream it? Yeah. <laughs> <There's> shit. <laughs> it's like I'm going to live tweet my reactions to the world ending. Yeah. Oh, 100%, bro. <laughs> the hashtag. <laughs> hashtag stop killing me. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag don't look up. <laughs> hashtag my legs on fire. 
Have you seen that movie? Don't look up. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's basically the like the whole concept. There is like yep. you literally could just be like, hey, the world's gonna fucking end, and they're yep. just like, yeah, whatever. Mm. No, we're it's fine. We'll just make money off it. Yeah. Oh, fucking Illuminati. <laughs> <sighs> All righty. So now here's some now here's some shit that really jumped out to me in my research. In 2017, Nick Bostrom co-signed a list of 23 principles that all AI development should follow, along with Google DeepMind CEO Demis Hassabis. Demi Hassabi. Sorry, I should have figured that out before this. Moving on. (laughs) Uh, cosmologist Stephen Hawking and Elon Musk, who at this point I would not be surprised to learn runs around fighting crime at night as a masked vigilante. Facts. He I is mean, Batman. Because he's the hero Gotham deserves, but not the one it needs right now. A hundred percent. He and is a Batman. So the, the the reason that this jumped out at me, though, the, the, the 23 principles and like, you know, that all AI development should follow in this, that, and the other. Um, I robot the mm-hmm. the three principles you know the robots have to follow but mm-hmm. then like the the, the f- code was flaulted or something and the principles basically like made them overthrow us because they're like oh well to stop humans from hurting humans we have to stop humans from being humans mm-hmm. you know <laughs> mm-hmm. so it was it was kind of kind of like hmm hmm so we're getting real close to that point yeah I mean dude we're the, we're within ten years probably of that 10, 20 years Seriously. it's getting close. Yeah. I just want to know where the fuck flying cars are. We're not. We were promised flying cars so long ago, bro. Like, like the Jetsons. Like, yeah. Like, well, and like I remember, I even remember they put a year on it one time. They were like mm-hmm. 2004. We will have flying cars in 2004. Yep. It's 2022, bitches, and I'm still on wheels. Not so, even a hovercraft. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't even float off the street. Mm-hmm. And, and and I'm sorry, these hoverboards they have now are not hoverboards. They need to stop calling them hoverboards. They yeah. have a wheel. That's not a hoverboard. <laughs> I, I want a fucking hoverboard. I did see somebody made the first jetpack. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, you'll okay. have to check that okay. out. And not like no, over like, the water, like no, you have to have like, the water propulsion. It's like actual jetpack. Actual jetpack, jet okay, yeah. Cool, cool. Now we're talking. Yeah. Now we're fucking talking. <laughs> but that was just like a couple months ago. I think he just came out with that. All right. All right. So, shit, we're getting there. You know, I'm gonna just snag this real quick. Yeah. I think we're done showing off dabs. Probably. Not done smoking, but. No, definitely not. (laughs) Speaking of. I think we'll do a little rose. This one's not the batter. It's kind of like the sugared out sauce stuff. Oh, yeah. Mm. I kind of like when it's like that sauce. I do too. Sugary. Like, I like applesauce type textures too. Right. Hella terps. Yeah, that's the best part about it is mm-hmm. all the terps. You can taste them so much better than when they're all blended together in a single, um, in a single consistency. Which is also why when we separate them, we purge the THCA separate from the terps, just to make sure you don't intertwine and you can get the best possible flavor. Right. 
All right. I'm surprised the uh, second camera hasn't died yet. It's going strong. It's it's on red, so it's coming soon. For those of you watching the video, I apologize for when the video dies. Um, I will continue one of those little like video graphic things that's just the audio wave moving, so you can still <laughs> listen to the rest of the episode. Uh, all right. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm get high? Remember. Don't forget to bring a towel. <laughs> when playing water sports such as water skiing, it's important to bring a towel to dry off with. <laughs> Man, I'm so fucking high right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. My favorite one, though, is... That's it. And they're like, you remember the code? And he goes, that's the melody to Funky Town. <laughs> do, 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 do. Won't you take me down? To funky town. <laughs> you need to do your uh, do some carts in here sometime. This man smokes some carts. Let me tell oh, you. Yeah. So he has this uh, <laughs> contraption that lets you smoke three carts at once. Hamilton devices. It's called the jet, or not the jet fueler. <laughs> the jet fueler. <laughs> the starship. <laughs> it's called the starship. Uh, Starship um, Enterprise. Yeah, they. Yeah, so it's got three carts, uh, or you can do. It's got little like ceramic bowls on it. You can do like live resin or. Shatter. Oh really? Yeah. But oh, with how high the battery burns, it almost kind of like scorches it. So I don't really use it. I just use it for the carts. No. But unless uh, you got it, you know. If, if, if Hamilton would like to uh, sponsor this podcast, or you know, send me some free shit, I will gladly, gladly, gladly represent your brand. You got some fine machinery. And this man uses it every day, all day. Yeah, I want to like, like figure out some kind of like a either a hat or like a belt. Because eventually it would be really cool as I've had like eight of them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and all of them were hooked up to a hose that I could just hit. Mm -hmm. But then I'd have to figure out how to hit all eight buttons at the same time. <laughs> it's, I'm working on it. I'm working on a prototype. Uh, so like I said, Hamilton Devices, if you want to reach out, we'll work something out here. And if we are in a simulation, if the creators could just make us a couple extra arms, right? You know, you know program. I'll, I'll, I'll dock ox that shit. It can't be that many programs or that much programming, <laughs> right. like a yeah. day worth of shit. It's like one modification of my code line. Come on, nah, lazy fucks. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> here's my superpowers. <laughs> oh, dinner is ready. Nice. All right. Well, we shall return. Heal you. All right, and we have returned, and we have lost uh, the video uh, portion. I forgot to charge the batteries while we were eating. Not that it would have done a whole lot of good to charge them for like 20 minutes, <laughs> you know. But uh, so we will uh, work on getting the, the, the video sorted out next time so it doesn't die on us. But uh, uh, yeah. yeah, getting back into it. So we're doing another little dab here. Uh, what you got this time? We got some grape tree. Oh, yeah, a little bit of big chunkers in there uh, some diamonds some i had some uh diamonds mm. at the house that i mixed in with it too nice, nice. yeah yeah get that extra thc and all you my guy okay cool super good flavor Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. super nice. You can see 
the uh, whatever it was. You can see like the terps so much that it's like leaking off of it. Right. Yeah, that's really good. <coughs> wow, I just realized I haven't been coughing as bad in this episode. Yeah, I was actually worried about my coughing because the past <laughs> well, like couple weeks uh, I've been going bad. Especially the uh, the burn in urban that I did last, the Bloody Mary one. It was really bad because the blunt I had rolled, like the blunt wrap was super dry. Oh yeah, and, like it was, the weed was a little dry, so it's just like all around super harsh, and I'm just like coughing my ass off. And I cut a bunch of the coughing out when I when I did my editing. And even then, my fiance texted me and was like, yeah, so the coughing in this episode is kind of a lot. <laughs> Once you get that tickle from the harshness, dude, it's, yeah, it's yeah. done. It's a, it's a wrap. Yeah. You can try and drink as much water as you can, but like it's just, mm. it's just not going to get rid of it. Yeah, especially like if you have the dry wraps or something like that. Oh, God, always yeah. gets me. Yeah. Or like butane gets me a lot. Like All this right. email is really nice. I'm probably going to get one this week. Yeah, I would definitely recommend it. It's... Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I haven't. It's just something. Yeah. My, my only complaint is if you can try to find one that's not just like a metal fucking. Yeah. If you can find like the, the one of the glass ones, mm -hmm. um, there's some ceramic ones even out there where it's like a ceramic piece in the middle. Okay. Um, yeah. They're a little pricier, I think, but. As much as we smoke, bro. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just the metal kind of like, I think it kind of impacts the flavor a little bit. Okay. Um. Hmm. Yeah, you know, and like over time, you can see it still gets all black and like yeah. Even though you Q-tip it out, it's still. But I mean, you're not getting all that reclaim, all True. that. Yeah. So that's yeah. a huge bonus because as I dab a lot and I have to <laughs> clean my shit out so often. Well, and like yeah, I, I I probably clean this out probably once a month. Nice. But then again, I also don't smoke out of this as much as yeah. I used to now that I have the Starship. Yeah, you just you know, Starship so. Enterprise go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No. Definitely. Uh. I need to get like six more <laughs> <laughs> and hit eight at one time. Uh, all right. So now that we understand a little bit about who Nick Bostrom is, let's talk about exactly. Yeah, exactly. Let's talk about what exactly it was that he was proposing in the simulation argument. I guess I can turn the stupid ring light off. <laughs> Oh wow, that's way better. Gotta let my my yeah, eyes adjust yeah. for a second. <laughs> Looks fucking... a hella dark now. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> holy shit. Um, okay, so rather than directly stating that he believed reality to be a simulation of sorts, Bostrom instead offered up what is known as a trilemma, uh, okay. which is essentially a difficult choice from three options that each seem equally unacceptable or favorable. I was reading something about this earlier, actually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's basically it's like out of these three things, one of the statements has to be true. Yep. And, and that like, was the main argument that he was using yeah. is like two of these things aren't happening. So more than likely we're in a simulation. Exactly. Especially like we'll get into uh, uh, exactly how many simulations and simulations upon simulations we were talking mm -hmm. about earlier and how that ties in with it, too. Um, so there are usually two ways of approaching a trilemma logically. It can either be expressed as a choice among three unfavorable options, one of which must be chosen, or as a, cho a, a, as a choice among three favorable options, only two of which are possible at the same time. Okay. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Hello? <laughs> 
Okay, now that I'm on the right side. <laughs> uh, so, for example, Boston's at Boston's try Boston Boston's trilemma from Go to Boston. Boston eh? Wicked hot. It's fucking wicked hot in here. Man, it's probably all the coffee. <laughs> Shit's shooting me to the moon. <laughs> I had a girlfriend in high school, and uh, her fucking grandma was from Boston, mm -hmm. and she had like this super thick Boston accent. Yep. And we're driving in the car one day, and it's me, my girlfriend, and her brother, and then uh, her grandma, mm -hmm. right, who's driving. And I guess her brother had farted, and like, so we're sitting there, and you can kind of smell it, and then the grandma just goes, who fought it in the car? <laughs> and Classic. I just start dying laughing, and I'm like, what? And she goes, who fought it in the fucking car? In the car. <laughs> Classic <laughs> boss. Yeah, and then we're dying laughing, and she's like, it's not fucking funny. And she goes, I'm going to pull the car over if you don't tell me who fought it in my fucking car. <laughs> Dude, I had uh, my buddy's girlfriend, well, ex-girlfriend, I guess, they, uh, she was from Boston, and one thing that I, I guess a lot of Boston people say that annoys the shit out of me, sorry, Boston people, <laughs> is instead of hamburger, they say Hamburg. Like oh, she would just always hamburg? Just say, hey, hey, what you making? Oh, probably some Hamburg. What? I, and I don't know why it just it <sighs> irritates. That, that kind of irks yeah, my soul a little. It irks my taters. I'm sorry, Boston listeners, if there are any. But yeah, like, I do love you guys. I've Yeah, uh, no, Boston's awesome. Like, Boston's close to my hometown. I'm a Red Sox fan, die hard. Oh shit! Yeah, see, see. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I've I've been many times. All right, but I didn't have the Hamburg. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, does that mean that they make Hamburg Helper in the car? In the car, <laughs> Hamburg Helper in the car. I think so. <laughs> I think, and if I'm not, gonna go eat some Hamburg in the car. <laughs> and if not, I think we have an idea. <laughs> oh man! Oh god! So that's what so, they should have called it instead of Wahlburgers. They should have just called it Hamburg. Hamburgs. <laughs> Hamburgs. <laughs> I mean, I'd go. I mean, fuck it. Fuck it. All right. So, so where were we at? Boston's Trilemma. Oh, yeah. Boston. Boston's Trilemma. So, for example, Boston's Trilemma argued that one of three highly unlikely seeming propositions is almost certainly true. Mm-hmm. One, the fraction of human-level civilizations that reach a post-human stage that is one capable of running a high-fidelity ancestor simulation is very close to zero. Hmm. So this is basically saying that there are almost no like civilizations out there that are capable of doing this, so mm -hmm. there are no simulations. There is you know, none. Yeah. Second option, the fraction of post-human civilizations that are interested in running simulations or their, of their evolutionary history or variations thereof is very close to zero. Okay. So basically, they're saying that these civilizations have advanced to the point where they could create these, civil, these simulations if they wanted to, mm -hmm. but they choose not to. They're yeah. either just not interested, they don't care, they, they don't need to, whatever. Mm -hmm. Third option. The fraction of all people with our kind of experiences that are living in a simulation is very close to one. So basically, they're saying that uh, a technologically advanced post-human civilization would have this enormous computing power, right? Mm -hmm. And so uh, if you have simulations that are simulating simulations and simu those simulations are simulating more simulations mm -hmm. and you take up all of the simulated planets and all of the simulated people 
and they outnumber the, the amount of real people mm -hmm. and the real planets. So then what are the odds that we're living on the real planet? Okay. So it's much smaller odds that you are. Right. So okay. it's, it's, it's much smaller odds that when there's so many simulations out there, it's a lot smaller odds that you're in a real world. You know, there's right. It's, it's not possible to be in a real world. Basically is what yeah, you're saying. There's because unlimited. there's so many simulations that it's like, the odds are like a billion to like one. Yeah. Okay. Or a hundred billion to one or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, so one of these basically from his point of view has to be true. Right. Okay. Um, so the trilemma, uh, like I was saying, points out that the technologically advanced post-human civilization would have enormous computing powder, 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 <laughs> Got computing that compute, powder, huh? Computing huh. Cocaine. I believe that's called cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Um, so the, these uh, civilizations would have enormous computing power and the kind of power that it would take to run what are referenced to as ancestor simulations. Hmm. Um, basically that the purpose of these simulations being so you can go back and basically witness the entire evolution of human history. You from day one to their post-human civilization they're in you know space in some fucking future time watching us on a fucking you know hologram screen yep you know just trying to find out what happened and like what would happen if we went and changed it to where like world war ii like what if hitler won mm -hmm. you know and that's man in the high castle which is a uh, philip k dick who's actually a huge proponent for simulation uh theory hmm. uh he was a, a an author he wrote a lot of short stories Okay. And a lot of books. And he even came out and basically at this this uh, convention and he basically gave a huge speech about how he believes we live in a simulation and why he believes we live in a simulation. Hmm. Um, so it's really interesting. Good. I'll check that out. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There Ancestor <laughs> simulations are, con yeah, are computer simulations of the entire history of a simulator or origin civilization that are so high fidelity that they are indistinguishable from reality to the simulated ancestors, the people inside okay. the, the simulation. So basically it's like the matrix where it's so real that you don't know it's not real. Mm -hmm. um, the belief being that these ancestor simulations would allow the viewers the ability to not only witness the spanning of the population's entire history up until the current point in time, but to alter events in the past. Okay. Maybe I should have just read the next slide instead of getting ahead of myself because <laughs> it literally mentions Philip K. Dick and Man mm -hmm. in the High Castle. Okay. <laughs> lesson learned. Lesson learned. Um, so this, I, it's almost like I wrote this. Yeah. Weird, Weird huh? <laughs> it's like it's a simulation. <laughs> it's the Matrix. Oh, I'm wait, just gonna start the computer screen's going blank. I'm just going to start answering everything with the Matrix now. No. Like, would you like fries with that? The Matrix. What speed are you going? <laughs> The Matrix. Matrix. <laughs> and you gotta whisper it too. You go, the Matrix. Just give him that look. <laughs> like eyes lowered. The right. Matrix. Don't Complete break. straight face too. Like no smile. No, no, no breaking eye contact. Don't even fucking blink. <laughs> First one to blink loses. The Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. <laughs> So this would allow the simulators to modify the simulation any way they wanted so that they might see what would have happened had things not gone the way they did. Hmm. So they can basically like experiment. With yeah. That. Yeah. Okay. And a great example of this is the novel, the man in the high castle by Philip K. Dick, who I'll try and circle around 
to at some point, but that'll probably be in the next episode. Okay. Uh, but he was, like I mentioned, he was a huge advocate of simulation theory. And the novel is basically set in an alternate timeline where the Axis powers had won World War II and they basically controlled the entire world. Hmm. So Germany and Japan basically split the United States. They split everything. Oh, shit. You know? And so you're in America, you you're in America, but like there's like Japanese, like signs and billboards yeah. everywhere. And then like, cause like, I think the West, like, basically they split it in half and like Japan got like the West coast and everything, you know, oh, over shit. to the middle. Could you and then imagine? Germany got like the East coast and everything. And so it's like, they're speaking German and mm -hmm. Japanese and it's like, so it's which side would you live on? Uh, probably Japanese. Yeah. Japanese. Yeah, definitely. I mean, number one, we're already on the West coast, so it's, it's a little easier to just stay where I'm at. I feel but, like they'd be cooler with weed too. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. Like Germans yeah. just seem like beer or nothing, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry for all my German listeners. I am. I'm German. <laughs> I'm so, German you know. too. Hey. You know, so I, I did one of those ancestry tests, like the DNA tests just mm -hmm. to see, cause I was always like, maybe I'm not just a like white guy no i'm like 100 just white like yeah. there's no nothing but white and i'm like well that sucks <laughs> no yeah i did mine too and it, i had a little bit of indian in mine yeah or um like american native Amer native american indian yeah. um and then a lot of german irish scottish polish I, I always thought i had irish in me and i always like claimed irish for hella long apparently mm -hmm. no irish whatsoever really a lot of scottish though hmm. okay. yeah so maybe, maybe our clans were neighbors right you mm -hmm. know yeah, they can take our lives, but they can never take our freedom. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what my clan colors were. <laughs> you know, actually, I had looked up one time like uh, my clans, like family crest and mm -hmm. like, you know, like the their their kilt colors, their tartan colors or whatever. Hmm. Yeah, because apparently each clan has their own like, like separate colors. Kilt. And like, yeah, they all, yeah, their own kilt. Their, their design is basically like their clan's flag. Yeah, more or less. it's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. It's kind of cool. Kind of like African tribes. Like yeah. each African tribe has yeah. their own kind of designs and colors. Super neat how like that kind of thing goes all throughout the world, you know, in different, right. different kinds of cultures, two completely different cultures. Yeah, completely separate from each other, like nowhere geographically near each other, nothing like that. Yeah. But at the same time, like it's just the, the commonalities are there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it's just a lot of a lot of commonalities and a lot of common ground that people don't see. Right. Because they're so sucked into their own simulation. Hmm. Hmm. Sad thought. Interesting. <laughs> All right, so to further toy with this concept, several of the characters come across a novel within the novel, which hmm. is very Inception-y of them, yeah. you know? Um, and this novel is titled The Grasshopper Lies Heavy. Okay, interesting. And in this novel, because remember, it's a novel in a novel. Yo, dog, I heard you like novels, so I put a novel uh, in your novel so you can novel while you novel. But did you put a novel in the novel while you novel? Damn it. No, I forgot something. The Matrix novel. The Matrix. <laughs> the Matrix novel. <laughs> huh. I bet. The, I, I wonder if they have a it. pretty good book. Yeah. I wonder if they have it. I'm sure they do. Right. Oh, and speaking of the Animatrix, did you see that shit? No. Oh, it's like all anime versions of like oh, the Matrix, sick. and it's fucking dope. Are they out? Yeah, it's been it's oh, been no out shit. for like how long? It was okay. like yeah, you should check it out. Animatrix. Is it's it on YouTube? Um, probably. If not, probably, you, yeah, you Google one, two, three movies. Yeah. You know. But, uh, Not that I do that, <laughs> right? You remember, you remember LimeWire? Yo, I remember LimeWire. <laughs> Want to ki kill your computer? <laughs> LimeWire. <laughs> yup. 
it was good for about three weeks and then well, and, and then like especially in the early days when it was like the family computer yep. and then mom was like why did you break the computer yeah. because while well, i was downloading 15 movies that aren't out yet mm-hmm Dude, you were probably, yeah, you were about <laughs> in the same time period as me, man. Like, there was one family computer probably yeah, in the yeah, kitchen. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you got your computer time. Yeah, your, oh, God, yeah. They try to, like, limit how much yep. time you could be at. Well, and, like, honestly, I kind of see why. Because, like, kids these fucking days yeah. are glued to this shit. Yeah. I see people fucking giving their babies iPhones and shit to play with in the store. And I'm like, don't do that. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Like, number one, like, I get, okay. Hang out with them, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe interact with your child instead of, you know. Just, Here's your fucking well, iPad. I mean, it's basically the TV of of this generation, you know. Yeah. Like, it was put them in front of the TV and be like, yeah, just watch your movie and I'm going to go do whatever the fuck I want to do. Instead, yep. it's here's your iPhone. I'm going to go snort cocaine. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I knew somebody like that. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. You know, if you're here, watch your movie. I'm going to go do some drugs. <laughs> Are you sure that's what you should be doing? <laughs> you know, it's like, well, the movie's two hours long. They'll be fine. It's Lord I'll of the Rings. It down. Was, oh, God, oh, no, it was Lord, Lord of the Rings extended <laughs> edition, bro. We had time to do mushrooms. <laughs> it's like, you know what? Here's all three of the movies, the extended cut on all of them. Just I'll see you tomorrow. Mommy's going to the bar. <laughs> Here's the Harry Potter movie collection. Yeah, and enjoy. <laughs> Maybe Star Wars after that. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Going into the summer. Uh, what is uh, what's the Star Wars TV show? The Mandalorian. Oh, you know, I yeah. still haven't seen that. It's all right. I've seen yeah. a couple episodes. Like, it's cool. I'm, I'm more of a Lord of the Rings guy. Yeah. Well, and like, like I said, once Disney took over, I was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, I don't know how I feel about this anymore. Yeah. Like Legolas isn't in there. There's no Gandalf, you know, not my thing. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Alrighty. So we were saying <laughs> in the novel inside the novel. Yep. Uh, it speaks of a reality where the Axis had lost the war. So basically here now. Yeah. Uh, and while not entirely identical to the reality we live in now was much more familiar than the Axis run alternative. The man in the high castle was very well received and is often regarded as a quote superior work of fiction. Hmm. Frederick A. Kruziger. Kruger? Freddy Kruger? His name is Freddy fucking Kruger. Yep, yeah. I mean, basically. Freddy Kruger. Kruger. That's Kruger, close enough. Kruger. Kroger. Kroger. <laughs> anyway. Frederick. So I'm going to call him Freddy Kruger. It's like, well, Frederick. Yeah, that's like the Freddy Kruger who's in like super rich people's dreams, you know? <laughs> Frederick A. Kruziger is here to <laughs> smite you. Yeah, instead of like. Big ass blades. He has like fucking cheese knives. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like slicing off. Would you like some gouda? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh fuck. Cut a. <laughs> no, I'm just leave that there. <laughs> uh, so Frederick A. Kruziger, the rich man's Freddy Cougar, explores Dick's theory of <laughs> Dick's theory. Yeah, <laughs> that had me too. <laughs> Uh, explores Dick's theory of history and reality in his book, The Religion of Science Fiction, saying, quote, neither of the two worlds, however, the revised version of the outcome of World War II, nor the fictional account of our present world is anywhere near similar to the world we are familiar with, but they could be. Hmm. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Leaves you to question the theory. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, and again, 
it's that whole perception of reality. Exactly. Thing, you know, where you at in this whole thing, you know, exactly. So he goes on to say, this is what the book is about. The book argues that this world described twice, although differently each time is exactly the world we know and are familiar with. Indeed, it is the only world we know. The world of chance, luck, fate. Hmm. That's a pretty interesting point. I yeah. like I like the way he phrases that too, that it's like the only world we know. Mm -hmm. Because it really is like this is the only world we know. Mm -hmm. And I mean, even if you go into a new world, that becomes the world that you know eventually, exactly. you know? And you can have all those experience, all different experiences, all these different worlds, but they all come into the world that you know. So exactly because it all just becomes part of your, your world, your world, world, your story, your, yeah. you know, how you're perceiving it. I like oh. that. Yeah. I think this is a good time for a dab. I, I, that. I think that, it, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. What haven't we had yet? Um, We've had the mystery meat. We, we had Rose did the grape tree, did some GAC. Uh, I don't think we did the chem reserve while Ooh. we were recording. Ooh, yeah. yeah. So let's do some chem reserve. Yeah. Uh, I think this fire. is like the first one I showed to the camera. So if you guys were interested in what it looked like, it was the very full jar that had that nice, like, smooth golden surface in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It smells so good. Any kind of chem I like. Right. Old school chem was amazing, dude. Because <laughs> I had my two favorite strains, OG Kush and Sour D. Right. Fucking uh, one of my favorite all-time strains was like Northern Lights. Oh, dude. Do you remember when yeah. that first hit? Yeah. Ooh. Back when there was actually like sativas and indicas. Yeah. <laughs> Before everything just became a fucked up hybrid. Yeah, back in like 2010, 11, yeah. 12. Yeah. Oh my god! I remember this one time. A buddy of mine got some white rhino train wreck. Oh, I remember train wreck. I dude. hallucinated off that shit. Nice. I swear to fucking god, I hallucinated. Nice, dude. I've like, been there. <laughs> I, <laughs> one time, I um, I didn't. It wasn't from smoking, but I used to make edibles because in Virginia, you know, shit's illegal. So if you want edibles, you can't go to the dispensary. You have to make them. Well, I didn't feel like waiting for you know the brownies to be made and yeah. all that. So I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to take a scoop of butter, ate the scoop of butter. Didn't realize until like 30 minutes later, like, fuck, that was enough for like two trays of brownies, dude. <laughs> so I'm sitting there and out of nowhere, oh God. you know, when you're like tripping, like you just did some like acid or shrooms in the walls and start breathing. Yep. Yep. A hundred percent started doing that, dude. Like, yeah. What the fuck is going on? Then put a good burger on. If you remember that movie. Oh my God. Yes. Yep. Dude, I was done. <laughs> <coughs> Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? <laughs> Fucking Keenan and Kel, dude. Dude, the best part of that whole, or the best scene in that whole fucking movie was with when uh, Carmen Electra, oh she goes in there and she's trying to get Kel to give her the recipe for the sauce. <laughs> and she's like, looking all hot. And she's like, Kel, why don't we just go somewhere alone? Just me and you. Doesn't that sound so much better than mini golf? Like batting her eyelashes, <laughs> and he just looks at her and he's like, "No!" <laughs> like what the fuck? Uh, the way, no! <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> oh, oh man! Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so how'd you like the chem reserve? That is good. That's very yeah. good. Yeah, super, I like that super a lot. Good. 
I'm wondering. I don't remember what the cross is in, in exactly, but she's a smooth hitter. Right, right. Yeah, I didn't even cough off that like yeah. at all. Do you like more? What's your favorite consistency? Batters, shatters, sauce. I mean, I'm not a big shatter person. Like mainly just because like if it's super stable and you're just like trying to hit it with your like it'll just break and fucking fly mm-hmm. everywhere and then you're just like, ow my eye. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I'd probably have to say, I mean, other than like diamonds, because you yeah, know, diamonds, diamonds are a girl's best friend. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> And I'm not gonna lie, diamonds are a boy's best friend too in this <laughs> diamonds industry. Diamonds are fucking everybody's best friend. All right, <laughs> boys, girls, everything in between. Yep. You know, all my voodoo's and voodoo dolls and all my voodies in between. <laughs> all my voodoo's and voodoo dolls. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's my thing. Is like, I, you know, most of the beginning of my video or my uh-huh. my uh, podcast, I'll be like, "Hey, all you voodoo's and voodoo dolls, <laughs> and all you voodies in between." I like it. Yeah. You know, gotta well, include everybody. You know, all yeah. the voodoo's and voodoo dolls. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah um, oh shit but i didn't tell you how i f- fucking hallucinated off that shit oh yeah yeah yeah. so fucking we're sitting in this like cemetery smoking right nice it's like in the middle of the night it's a cemetery that's like on this hill in nevado right Absolutely. it's like okay what's really creepy about it though is like there's a hill and it's a cemetery and like all the gravestones are like in the fucking hill and it's mm-hmm. like at the bottom of the hill playground hmm. and then and I'm, a park and I'm just like, literally, like, apparently they had to move all of the caskets out of the cemetery and keep the headstones there because the hill was eroding and the caskets would slide down to the playground. No shit. Yeah. Talk about fucking trauma. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like playing on the swings and all of a sudden fucking your old grandpa comes flying down the hill and like lands on top of you. Dude, <laughs> and that's no bullshit either because I actually, so before I came to California, I was a supervisor at a cemetery. Oh, shit. And I, I was a grave digger. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah, all right, all right. and so I bet you've if, seen some shit, bro. We can have a whole episode about that shit. Good, good. <laughs> I feel like you're gonna be a guest quite often. <laughs> I, I have some stories to tell. I'm having fun with this, so I mean, I'm definitely down to come on. Good, but yeah, dude, we uh, <laughs> where was I going with that? Oh yeah, so you would um, we would uh, bury them right, and if you had like a really heavy rain or something within a week. You have to go and check them out because sometimes oh. you would look and see like corners of the vaults fucking oh, floating fuck. and shit. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Super weird. Yeah. I tripped one time at a fucking at a cemetery oh, in the middle of the night by myself. It was we'll yeah. save that for the next yeah. when, yeah. for that podcast. <laughs> for that episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're sitting there smoking, right? And I'm like looking up and it's like a gap in the trees, and then the moon's right there. And then, like, one of the tree branches, I swear to God, the tree's just chilling here like this. I wish the camera wasn't dead because you can see how fucking stupid I look with my arms right now. But I'm standing, like, so the tree's just chilling here like this, being a tree. And then all of a sudden, it just, like, <laughs> scratches Whoa, itself. Yeah, it, like, reached down and scratched itself oh, and then, no. like, reached back and then just went back to being a tree. Oh, no. And I was like, I, no, 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 I'm tripping, I'm tripping, I'm tripping. It's no. And then we're walking later. And we're walking down the street in downtown Novato. It's the middle of the night. There's no cars driving by or anything, mm-hmm. right? And so there's a pole here, like a light pole, and then a tree here. 
And as we're walking, I swear to God, they like switched places and then switched back. Oh, shit. And so I sat there for five minutes yelling at a tree in a pole. I'm like, I see you, motherfuckers. <laughs> Don't think I'm not on to you. I know what you're doing. <laughs> Just tripping Yeah, I balls, was fucking dude. high as shit. Like, I don't yep. even get high like that anymore. Like, uh, it's, you remember yeah, that term either. chasing the dragon? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just, oh, like, yeah. it's just like heroin, but like with weed. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I, always looking for those early day highs. Yeah, absolutely. It's so hard to get too. Yeah, no. Dude, I have a theory on that though. Why some of like the old weed back in the day was so strong. Um, so do you know about CBN? Yeah. So yeah. CBN basically it's a cannabinoid that happens when THC starts to oxidize, and it's responsible. It's basically like a melatonin mm -hmm. that comes out of weed. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that there, a lot of them were so heavy because. They weren't sealed properly. Any of that. They had a lot of air coming into a them. lot of oxidation. It started oxidizing. Now that we're more about like preserving the freshness exactly. and the quality of the plant. And things and, like, don't seem as heavy anymore, do they? No, no, mm -hmm. they don't. Because huh. CBN, it starts to form CBN and not enough to like pat, make you pass out, but enough to like really give you that heavy yeah, eye. That, like the super like, dude, yep. I'm so fucking high right now. Exactly. <laughs> the tally. The, yeah. I'm so fucking high right now. <laughs> Yeah. The thing that I always look for, but yeah. you never find yeah. anymore. Yeah, exactly. Do you ever Fuck. get the body vibrations anymore? Not, I th only if I like that syrup we have. Yeah. That's the, so Paper Planes is going to be launching a syrup soon. In the Matrix? Yeah, in the Matrix. <laughs> uh, it's called the Matrix. No. <laughs> Maybe. No. no. no Unfortunately, it's not. It's not. It's not. I'm not I'm not a huge fan of the name, but whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, the paper planes is gonna be coming out with this fast acting uh syrup, and I mean fast fucking acting. It's like quick. 10, 15 minutes tops, you're and you're up. fucked up. Yeah. And it's gonna come in a thousand milligram bottle. Sheesh. So I'm gonna drink a whole bottle. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Like I'm the kind of person that I'll do that. I'll drink the whole bottle and then go about my day. Oh, bro, me too. Yeah. When I do edibles, I start with like two, three hundred. Yeah. So because um, the reason for that, I actually found out is because I'm an alcoholic addict, all that stuff sober now. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't I don't shoot up no more. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> I don't do it any less either. <laughs> I never shot up. Let's just, let me put actually, that out. Yeah, there no, I have a huge thing about needle like because I, I did yeah. a lot of drugs, too. Like I went through. I think that's what it is, though, is people that did like hard drugs and mm -hmm. like had more of like a, a tolerance to other things like yep. weed to them is like. And the reason I found that out is because when you were addicted and you were just doing it constantly, your liver is forced to push that stuff out so quick. So when your liver now puts, has a um, any kind of intoxicant or anything go to it, which is what happens when you eat it, metastasizes inside of your liver. Yeah. Um, it actually, your liver becomes like a super liver because it's so used to just pushing shit out. So it's kind of like... Um, like in Lord of the Rings, where um, El or um, what's his name, Legolas is drinking and having a drinking contest with uh, Gimli, and he's just chugging them and not feeling a thing yeah. because it's just gone. Now like the body. metabolism, yep. and, yeah, the, the, the speed that his body processed it mm -hmm. at. Is that true? I don't know. It yeah. Sounds good, right? I mean, that would ideally no, that would be terrible because then yeah. I would be drinking way more than I do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I was a drinker. Yeah, I've I've honestly cut back a lot, mm -hmm. but uh, see, my problem is I couldn't. Yeah, uh, I go hard. Yeah, well, and that's the thing is like sometimes it'll be like, oh, I just have a few seltzers, and then sometimes it's like no. we had two bottles of rum last night, and I don't remember what happened. That's every night. Yeah. 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 So yeah. like me, when I if I had a drink tonight, 
you'd see me for another couple weeks and then you'd probably not see me again. Yeah. I'd be doing some crazy shit. Yeah. <laughs> In the Matrix. <laughs> In the Matrix. <laughs> Uh, fuck, where were we? Um, I don't know. We're uh, on so many tangents, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, ancestor simulations and Bostrom simulation argument. So in case you are as high as we are and have forgotten, the <laughs> trilemma proposed by this argument is essentially this. And I like the way that this sums it up better than the last one, because the last one's very technical and like hard to understand what he's trying to say. Basically, mm -hmm. it was like the whole odds of zero and zero and one and this, that, and the other. This is so, kind of verbatim. Yeah, basically, the trilemma is basically this. One, the human species is very likely to go extinct before reaching a post-human stage. Mm -hmm. Like, so the point where you can design a simulation. Yeah. Two, any post-human civilization is extremely unlikely to run a significant number of simulations of their evolutionary history or variations thereof. And three, we are almost certainly living in a computer simulation. That's basically what mm -hmm. it is. It's it's either we'll never get there. We got there and we didn't care to do it. So it's not true. Or we are. We just definitely mm -hmm. are. So Thanks try to God. stay with me here. Yep. Because yep, <laughs> yep. this is when things start to get a little confusing. Okay. This is we're like. 18 slides in at this yeah. is when it's getting confusing. <laughs> no shit. Uh, An hour and a half in. <laughs> so remember that tremendous computing power that a post-human civilization would have? Mm. Well, the trilemma points out that if even a tiny percentage of that civilization were to run ancestor, ancestor simulations, then the total number of simulated ancestors, or sims, remember that game, Mm-hmm. Which uh, again, so we have been creating simulations, bro, dude. That that just fucked me up. Wait a minute, dude. You're yeah, because, all no. The whole argument about like, oh well, we, we haven't designed a, a simulation, simulation yet. We have, we have, and each individual person can create their own simulations. But is it a high fidelity enough simulation that the Sims don't know they're Sims? Because remember, the Sims are all just like, mm -hmm. and then you can mm -hmm. just like kill them, like yeah, that. But I mean, <laughs> you can do the same thing to bugs too. You know? Yeah. Yeah. True. I used to do some really fucked up things to Sims. <laughs> yeah. 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 Me too. And did you know that if you, you, after you kill them and you put their tombstone in the yard, that at night their ghosts walk through the building? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would just have a whole cemetery outside the house and just yep. like the whole house would just be ghosts at night. Oh, and then meanwhile, there's one person who's fenced off in a one by one square and they can't sit down, can't eat, can't sleep, can't pee. Yep. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, like I said, I did some terrible things to Sims. I was a Sim serial killer. Bro, I'll say it like this. I was a teenage boy too, man. I did some <laughs> fucked up shit to him. My mom would have walked in like, what are you doing? I think that's going to be the name or that's going to be the title of my autobiography. I was a Sim serial killer. That, that, <laughs> I would read the shit out of that, bro. Right? I would read that today. All right, I'm going to start writing. <laughs> um, okay. True so. life. I was a Sim serial killer. <laughs> so uh, we were saying that the number of simulated ancestors or Sims in the universe or multiverse, don't even get started on multiverses, would logically have to vastly outnumber the amount of actual ancestors. Mm -hmm. So this goes back to if there's so many simulations, what are the chances that you live on the original planet? Mm-hmm. Theoretically, like on a zero. Yeah. So, using a form of anthropic reasoning, which I was smart <laughs> and linked it. Oh, shit. Where, wherever that went. <laughs> Aha. Uh, basically, where did it go? 
it's not highlighted anymore. That's cool. That's cool. All right. Well, basically, <laughs> anthropic reasoning is just a, a form of reasoning. Um, it's very philosophical. Okay. Um, kind of like the, just the philosophical way to think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So using, like instead of like black and white, like think of all the reasonings and. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There we go. So using a form of anthropic reasoning, Bostrom claims that if the third proposition is the one of the three that is true, meaning that almost all people live in simulations, then humans are almost certainly living in a simulation. Mm -hmm. It's simply a statistical certainty at that point. If there's only one ancestor civil civilization with billions of inhabitants and dozens, hundreds, or even thousands of simulations inhabited by billions upon billions of sims, then again, like we said, what is the likelihood that you, yourself, are one of those living on the original ancestor civilization? Zero. Mm -hmm. So we live in a simulation. We live in a simulation. Zero. That's basically what it comes down to. Plot <laughs> twist. The Matrix. <laughs> so if you didn't know, this episode's about the Matrix. Um... <laughs> I thought it was about hot dog contests. Oh, dude. Bro, those things are not. <laughs> I'm so high. People, yeah, dude. Those people just down those things. Bro, with water, and they dunk the buns Oh, in yeah, water. they like soak them in. Ugh. Oh, like I'm a huge texture person with my food and like that just sounds yeah. gross to me like I, slimy bread dude oh. I'm weird about my bread man I'm yeah. really weird yeah. like I won't order certain things on bread because I know it'll be soggy when it yeah. gets to me yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah or like when I make sandwiches for work I have to put the mayonnaise under the cheese so it doesn't right soak, soak into, into the bread, the bread yeah, yeah. Yeah, otherwise you end up like this like goopy mess or like peanut butter and jelly. Just put peanut yep, butter on, on both, both sides, sides of the bread and then 100%. Bam, your jelly doesn't soak in. My grandma used to do um, on the side of the jelly. She would put a little bit of butter. Oh, yeah. Some okay, southern okay, shit. Okay, yeah. okay, I like that. Bro, I like that. It's really good. <laughs> my inner fat kid likes that a <laughs> lot. <laughs> what am I talking about? Inner fat kid. My outer fat kid likes that, too. Right. <laughs> As we were eating big ass bowls of mac and yeah, cheese oh earlier. God, yeah, no, my uh, my fiance just made this amazing Jack Daniels mac and cheese. It has like five different kinds of cheese in it. There's like Gouda, sharp cheddar, uh, mozzarella uh provolone i think and this like bacon that had like yeah. oh it, it was such yeah. it had like it was, a char on yeah, oh my god it, it had a so char good. but it was still like chewy yeah oh. fire anyway now that we just <laughs> made you all hungry now <laughs> <laughs> if you have been dabbing with us yes yeah i'm sure they have <laughs> i hope so <laughs> i can't imagine somebody listening to this podcast like well actually she listens yeah and she doesn't smoke at all so oh fair enough yeah nice Get the oh, yeah. whole whole uh, whole right. crowd in there. Yeah. One of these days, I'll talk my mom into listening. Yeah. And then she'll regret it. She'll regret it terribly. <laughs> I, I'm probably gonna send this one to my mom to check it out. And right. Let her regret it too. <laughs> like, hey, this is this is the one you should listen to. Yeah. <laughs> hey, mom, just just smoke a little bit first. Right? <laughs> it's funny too because uh, they've talked about like my mom and her wife. They've talked about like once they retire you know, uh -huh. consulting with me for my expertise. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. They should, you know? All right. Dude, my sister, she, <clears throat> I'm not going to say which hospital she works at. Smart. Or smart. which area. <laughs> but she, um, she's recently started taking CBD gummies. Nice, uh, nice. The, you know, the wilds. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. The wild. Wild's one really good brand. Yeah. yeah. They're fire, dude. Yeah. And then, um, she has a couple other nurses at her hospital who I'm going to be 
doing carts and stuff too. Nice, nice. Yeah. So it's it, that's kind of cool too, you know. Yeah. Seeing, getting, yeah, it's good that the stigma around weed is like starting to like break down, and yeah, you know, it's becoming a little bit more of an accepted and like like it's not crack, bro. It's no, seriously, it's weed. Like <laughs> I can smoke a gram joint, and like you want to see me on crack, take away my weed. Yeah, facts, dude. <laughs> facts this stuff keeps me sober yeah. bro <laughs> and i've been to like aa meetings and they're like uh, you're not sober dog yeah like, I, fuck I, you I, I like to call it a uh, green and sober yeah yeah you know? i'm all green yeah you know? or uh uh i think they call it california sober yeah <laughs> i've heard yeah, that that's what yep. they call it is california sober yeah it's where you just smoke weed yeah you know? dude and if you go into those aa meetings and you say that some of them old heads, they, yeah, get, they get mad. Fucking they get super pissed. mad. Yeah. They're like, I mean, AA people get mad when you talk about drugs in general, yeah. which is stupid to me because like, I'm sure that most of those people do drugs too, or did drugs too. So it's like, why are you judging somebody else? Yeah. And especially in a setting like that, where you're all supposed to be there to like talk to and help each other. And like, mm -hmm. you're just like, Oh fuck you. You did drugs. Yeah. Like, yo, you, like, oh, you say, I'm sorry, you drank and fucking killed somebody with your car, but yeah. I'm, I'm worse because I smoked some fucking weed. Yeah. Didn't you go to McDonald's today, motherfucker? Like people <laughs> yeah, are, how was that Big Mac bitch? Yeah. Eating all them chemicals, motherfucker. Yeah, like, caffeine's a drug too. All you motherfuckers. Thank you. Dude, thank a, you. A, a, sucking down I coffee. swear to God, coffee dude. Coffee got in cigarettes. I say that all the time, dude. I, just my own <laughs> I say that all the time, man. When people yeah. like my mom back in the day, I mean, she's you, cool you about heard it now. The song, but... Right? Coffee God and Cigarettes. Yeah, absolutely. It's basically talking about how they just swap one addiction for another. And mm -hmm. it's true because like if you go to these meetings, they literally just like stand outside, puff down cigarettes, chug coffee, and then they go inside and chug coffee and bitch about fucking things and then yeah. come back out and puff down cigarettes. Bitch about how they're not <laughs> drunk anymore. <laughs> right. And I'm like, honestly, there were some people like I, I'm not bad mouthing like sobriety or a or anything like I'm saying it works for a lot of people and it does. That's cool. Absolutely. Just not for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the AA doesn't work for me. I've been sober for almost two years now. Yeah. AA did not work yeah. for me. No, it's just I and it's a good thing I for get, a lot of people I get that the program, you know, some people need like a very program driven thing, you yeah. know, and it was just like, I think for me, I just had to get to a point where I realized I was done fucking around and doing dumb shit. Yeah. But, you know, you come to that point and like it, I'm a hardcore alcoholic. Like I just stay away from it because, you know, I've come to that point and yeah. I realize, yeah. you know, in the matrix and the other simulations, <laughs> maybe I'm still an alcoholic. I don't know. Right. But yeah. Well, you're always an alcoholic, I think, but maybe yeah. I'm still drinking. They say they say you're always an alcoholic. Yeah. 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 Maybe when I get a little, maybe on my <laughs> deathbed, I'll pop a bottle. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you're like, I'm going out anyway. You know, fuck it. Well, let me say this real quick. You know, Joe, he, um, yeah. So this guy that we work with, Joe, he, um, he has this thing that he's going to be doing when he hits about 60 years old. He always says, man, you know, you, you guys, you guys fucked up and you did your drugs way too young. You only got about 20 years of doing drugs before you die. I haven't done any. So once I hit 65, bro, I'm, he was like, I'm shooting heroin. Like, I'm, I'm going, smoking meth. I'm going, I'm going Yo. hard. I was like, you going to do meth. He's like, bro, that's going to be my breakfast. <laughs> I go, fuck man. Meth for breakfast. Oh God. <laughs> oh man. Fuck. You know, whatever man. works. I mean, you gotta. I think you would have to do heroin for dessert, though. Yeah, for like, sure. That's going to put you to bed after that. <laughs> Doing meth for dessert be up for another three yeah, days. Right. Then, then it's just like, I don't even know what my eating schedule is, sleep schedule is. What's a schedule? Yeah, what, what is life? <laughs> do you want me to take apart your TV? 
Oh man, I can kind of put it back together. You know, <laughs> you know, it may, it may work. Did it always come with this extra screw? <laughs> <laughs> What's the screen for? Yeah, it doesn't right. need a wire, right? Does does this plug mean anything, <laughs> dude? I need to borrow twenty thousand dollars from you right now. Can you make that happen? <laughs> no, I need you to burn down my sister's house tonight. <laughs> It has to be. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna get a bunch of ski masks. We're gonna go into this fucking Seven Eleven, right? And I'm just gonna I'm gonna rob the Seven Eleven, and then we're gonna take all that money. We're gonna buy some more meth, bro. I, I swear to God, I've heard a conversation like that before, and I just like I, I politely excuse myself from the situation. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna. I think I. I forgot I left my house on I fire. I faked a phone call. I, gotta, bro. I faked That's a phone a call. One. That's a good one. Yep, just sat there, was texting, put my ringer on. I was like, I gotta get the <laughs> fuck out of here, man. These dudes were trying. It it wasn't like a good plan at all. (laughs) Like, you know, you know, another good thing to do um, if you're in a situation that's kind of like a little, yeah, I may need to get out of here and you don't want to make it obvious that you're not getting a call. um, Have like a phone ringtone as an alarm sound and Ah. then set an alarm for like two or three minutes. And then that way your phone's in your pocket and then it goes off and it sounds like it's ringing and then you can just, oh, hey, what's up? And then that's pretty good. Okay, I like that. I'm gonna have to use that. Yeah. Kind of like, kind of like this one uh, crackhead lady I knew. She would wear a little Bluetooth headset. She didn't even own a phone. Smart. She didn't even own a phone, but she she put put the and headset in. Boom. So she's sitting there talking to herself. People think she's just on the phone. Yup, that's smart. Genius level drug no. shit, <laughs> bro. That's some evil. I'm out here putting the crackheads on some real game, bro. Yeah. <laughs> All crackheads get some Bluetooth. Next thing you know, you're going to be in downtown Sacramento and you're just going to see like 50 homeless people with Bluetooth headsets. Just like, fucker, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) It's $10 at Dollar General and it'll keep you from arrest. Oh, they're not. They're not crazy. They're not on on drugs. They're just in a really heated phone call. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God. All right, where were we? I, I think we're actually nearing the end of nice. this too. Yep, yep. All right. So. Sorry, you guys, for uh, all the random <laughs> intro. <laughs> it, it's okay. It's okay. I'm sure. I'm sure. I jump off topic a lot. <laughs> well, and honestly, like a lot of my episodes have been very short and to the point lately because it's just me, uh, yeah, you know. So it's like nice when it's you got somebody to bounce shit off of. Oh you know? yeah, for sure. Uh, so claiming well, not sorry then sorry. <laughs> Sorry, not sorry, bitch. (laughs) Uh, So claiming that there are interesting empirical reasons to believe that a certain disjunctive claim. This is a quote. Obviously, I don't talk like this. He talks like this every day at work. I'm insufferable to deal with. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's that's going to be my new word. Insufferable. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Christian, how are you doing today? Insufferable. You got to do like the head shake with it. (laughs) Like that. Like the goth kids in South Park when they're like, and then you do the hair flip. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> the just the Bieber flip, <laughs> the Matrix, the Matrix flip, the, oh, the Matrix flip. Uh, Isn't that when she jumped call? out of the window? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, full circle. <laughs> yeah. You see how this is working out? So, claiming that there are quote interesting empirical reasons to believe that a certain disjunctive claim about the world is true. The third of these being that we are most certainly living in a simulation. Bostrom believes that the simulation argument goes beyond being merely a skeptical hypothesis and is rather a metaphysical one. Hmm. 
So, you know, most hypotheses are based in like science and skepticism and like, well, it's, you know, it has to like pr be proven, but mm -hmm. this is more of a metaphysical theory. Cause like, it's like, you, it's really hard to prove or disprove one way or the other, if yeah. we're living in a simulation or not, mm -hmm. you know? And that's one of the things that Neil deGrasse Tyson like talks about a lot is like the, the inability to disprove it is what makes him so convinced in the argument in the mm -hmm. first place. I was actually watching something earlier and they were talking about, it might've been Neil deGrasse Tyson. He was saying that there are a couple groups of billionaires that have that do their pro own private research and are trying to prove that we are in a simulation. Yeah. So that's kind of interesting. I'm, I'm guessing Musk is one I'm of those. Sure I'm sure he I'm is. I'm assuming Bill Gates is one of those. Yup. You know, Oh, Elon uh, Musk is Jay Z. Uh, <laughs> no, for sure. Do what thou wilt, bro. You know, he's, he's sitting there smoking some blueprint going, all right. So yeah. what we got to do here, man. Yep is we gotta turn off the matrix yeah because like what if we like <laughs> overload the simulation dog and it crashes bro actually there is a movie um called the mandela effect mm -hmm. um and it's even though it's based mostly on the mandela effect which like i said it kind of ties into simulation theory and we'll probably get more into mandela effect in the second episode mm -hmm. um don't lose your train of thought so there's this movie Mandela effect. And in the movie, he's talking to this, uh, this philosopher, this science, this guy that works at this university. Mm -hmm. And he's basically talking about like, well, what if we crashed the simulation? Like, what if we basically, because they're just, they were, their theory was that the simulation is based off of observation because to have the kind of processing and computing power necessary to run a simulation that is 100% running all the time. Mm -hmm. Like basically the theory is that anything outside of this door isn't existing right now. Mm -hmm. It's just what we're observing is what's running. So the computer is saving processing power by only running what is being observed. Mm -hmm. so, so like, does the tree really make a sound if it falls? Exactly. In the does the tree make a sound if it falls? Does the tree even fall? Ooh, right, mm -hmm. right. Oh shit. Yeah. Or is that just a, program that they put in there that you see a exactly tree. so what they do in the movie and spoiler alert sorry <laughs> but what they do in the movie is they basically because they have this quantum computer mm -hmm. and it's like the best fastest computer on the on the planet or whatever and it has the power necessary to run simulate or to run advanced programs and so basically what they do is they design a program that is constantly observing the simulation okay so the simulation is being observed like everywhere. Mm -hmm. Like it's basically they're like running, an eagle eye for the yeah, simulation. Basically the, 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 it's like observing and then like it spreads further and further and further. And mm -hmm. then it's just observing every single part of the simulation at once. So then the simulation starts to glitch out hella bad and then it just crashes and resets completely. Hmm. Okay. So it was a very interesting concept to see carried out, especially in a movie. Um, and I would, think that if there is this group of billionaires out there trying to do some research that that is probably something they're playing with is the idea of how do you crash the simulation? Mm -hmm. How do you turn it off? Yeah. And what happens when you turn it off? Mm -hmm. And then what's going, who's going to, you know, be the ones to turn it back on or who's going to notice that it's turned off. Exactly. Are the people that are turning it off, are they going to notice that it's turned off? Right. And like, if, there are advanced beings that are running this simulation. How are they going to respond to us mm -hmm. turning it off? 
and how and where do we go from there? Is it going to be we're just nothing, or is or is it, it just like congratulations, you, you guys passed the test, you're accepted into the Galactic Federation? Yeah, you know, you know? like what if it's all a test? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, all right. Back to the whole that kind of links into the whole Buddhism thing and the karma, the karma, yeah. and the reincarnation, yeah, mm-hmm. the, the cycles until you get it. Yeah, exactly, and then. There you go to the right. Federation. It's the Moshka. Yeah, the Moshka is a galactic federation. Oh, shit. <laughs> we are we are blowing minds and fucking just annihilating theories here. We got this shit. Blowing minds out. and relative times. Yeah. I like that. I like <laughs> yeah. Right off the head. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I would like to take this moment to apologize for the vocabulary lesson that this episode has turned into. <laughs> Uh, apparently, disjunction is the logical connection between two, or in this case, three things, and is commonly noted, notated with a V symbol, which is a read allowed as or. Hmm. So it's either this or that, okay. you know, and it's either alive or dead. Mm-hmm. We actually see this every day. You know, something is either this or it is that. It is raining or it is snowing. It is yep. alive or it is dead. And that is Schrodinger's cat. Mm-hmm. Brings us to the famous experiment of if you put a cat in a box and say that there is a nuclear isotope in that box, right? That is bleeding radiation into the box. The radiation could either kill the cat or it could not kill the cat. Mm-hmm. And if the box is closed, you don't know if that cat is alive or if it's dead. So technically in that instance, it is both alive and dead at the mm-hmm. same time. That's fucking trippy. Yeah. And how, but, and how does that simulation decide whether it's going to live or die or whether what our perception of that's going to be? Right. And does it base, like, is it based off of each person's individual Want. observation? Mm-hmm. Because if this all, if this entire simulation is based off of observation, then each person is observing it differently. Mm-hmm. So we could like look at something and see something different. Like I could look at something and be like, oh yeah, that's a tree. And you'd look at it and be like, no, that's a boat. Mm-hmm. Or like one of those things, like you look up at the sky, what, and what color do you see? You're going to say blue. How do you know that what you're seeing as blue isn't what I see as orange, but I call it blue. Right. You know, it's just, it's all about perception. Hmm. Crazy man. The matrix drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so this actually ties in, uh, Schrodinger's cat ties in with this experiment they did with particle beams and the effect that observation has on particle beams. So basically what they did is they took, a, a like a piece of metal with a slit in it. Right. Mm-hmm. And they fired a particle through this slit. Oh, and it bounces. Yeah. Well, yeah. and based off of observation, like if you observe it, it, reacts differently when it goes through that slit than if you're not observing it. Hmm. If you're not observing it, it like, I think basically what happened was it went through and it was just a solid line Hmm. of dots. Mm -hmm. And then they basically, when you observe it, it comes through and then it's like multiple lines. Really? It it was some really weird shit. I'll have, I'll have to um, send you a video on it Yeah, and I'll put a video in the episode description. So you guys can check it out too. Um, the particle beam experiment is really interesting because just watching something has an effect on it. Yeah. Like it can alter its reality just because you're looking at it. Mm-hmm. And that's and, a fucking trip. And that kind of goes back into the whole thing of 
can you speak things into existence? Can right. you Ma like manifesting? Exactly. Things. Like everybody's always like, Oh yeah, I, I willed this or like I manifested this. And it's mm -hmm. like, can you actually do that? Especially like a, if it's a simulation. Yeah. Like there's a story about, um, was it Jim Carrey? He, before he was signed, he wrote himself a check for, I think it was like $5 million or something left it, you know, unsigned all that stuff. And he's like within and dated it for five years almost exactly to that date he got his first contract for dumb and dumber for five million dollars fucking crazy See? right like did he and then they keep saying things like bro and they're telling you that you just have to do that you just have to will it into existence so mm -hmm. are they kind of trying to give you the hacks or? right it's like hacking the matrix exactly you know? like you screw know? your fucking life hacks where it's like you know, cut a paper towel roll in half and you yeah. can use it to do this. And it's like, nobody's ever going to fucking do that. Teach me how to hack the matrix. Yeah. Thank you. Teach me how to fucking fly. like, teach me how to fly. Teach me how to fucking Walk. turn my car into a Maserati. Yeah. Teach me how to fucking manifest a million dollars in my bank account. Exactly. Yeah. No. Speaking of which Patreon coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> We're manifesting here. Right, right. Manifest my money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Well, I mean, that is basically all I have for this portion of the episode. Nice. All nice. Right. Well, thank you for joining me. And thank you all for listening. If you have any feedback on this or any other episode, you can mail it in to feedback at dabtodeath.com mail it in you can email <laughs> feedback at dab to death.com i'm not old i swear he's just high as fuck. <laughs> uh, or you can message me on any of the social medias that's at dab to death unless you're on instagram then it's at dab to death podcast be sure to tune in anywhere you listen to podcasts if you're listening on apple please rate and review it would mean a lot to me and really help me out and getting some traction getting back on my feet uh, and like yeah. I said, uh, video content, as you see, is here. Sorry, the camera died. Uh, cameras died. I will fix that problem next time. We'll figure that hack out for that matrix. Yeah, we'll, we'll hack the matrix. It'll, yeah. it'll be fine. We'll have 15 cameras in here. We'll, we'll like do the rotating thing and like all levitate. It'll be dope. Yeah. You'll see. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so until next time, be careful out there. You never know when you may get dabbed to death.